Members of Congress expressed optimism Sunday about the prospects for reaching a deal to avoid the fiscal cliff. A fragile ceasefire between Israel and Hamas is entering its third full day, and both Israelis and Palestinians... Bottom line, Senator, if uh, the president nominates Ambassador Rice to be the next Secretary of State or some other... Supplementary question. Do you personally believe that gay people are born gay? Impact segment tonight, the Talking Points memo... Hot damn politics. 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 I'm back now with the Brain Trust panel. Brain Trust. Brain Trust. Brain Trust. Brain Trust panel. These niggas won't hold me back. 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 The brain trust panel. Brain trust. Brain trust. Brain trust. Brain trust. Hot diggity damn politics. I put that shit on everything. People moving out, people moving in, because of the color of the skin. Run, 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 but you so can't hide. And I bought out a tooth for a tooth, both for me, and I'll set you free. Rap on, brother, rap on. Well, the only person talking about love and brother is the preacher.
to describe what seems to me a process that I could observe around me. Technocalypse, meaning the convergence of two seemingly unrelated things, the apocalyptic imagination, which has been around 
for centuries and the rise of modern technology. And the connection seems to be this. The apocalyptic imagination is based on one fundamental idea, and that is that human life on Earth and Earth itself, very, all existence is going to be transformed through the influence of a divine intervention. Now, that idea seems to be deeply rooted in human consciousness. But what is interesting is that we now have the technology to translate some of those fundamental dreams, those octuple visions of the human species into reality. The difference, of course, is that it is we human beings that are transforming the earth and transforming ourselves. That's the surprise of history, that a vision that began as a prophetic and religious vision now seems to be in the process of being appropriated by humanity itself. And that convergence is what I mean by technocalypse. Neil Armstrong, Michael Collins, Edwin Buzz Aldrin. Three men to represent the culmination of a dream and the beginning of a new concept of reality. I look at space exploration, artificial intelligence, nuclear weapons, cyberspace. I spent some weeks at the archives in NASA, where the archivist had, simply out of his own interest, collected a great volume of documents about religion. And no one had ever looked at it before. And as I was reading it, I got more and more terrified. Because uh, the, the otherworldly aspect of the space program, uh, the, the uh, let's say, divine pretensions. The origins of manned spaceflight, in Russia, it goes back to Tsiolkovsky, who preached that it was mankind's destiny to dominate the cosmos and become reunited with God, and that space exploration uh, was the means to that end. And he was really the father of modern rocketry. In the United States, uh, von Braun, the Nazi rocket scientist who was brought here, he became a born-again Christian, and he argued that human beings must go into space as part of their cosmic destiny to spread the gospel. So they rose through the atmosphere toward the open vacuum, a journey that was to be a door to the future and a window on the past. The first manned space flight, which later became Mercury, was originally called Project Adam. And then when in Huntsville, it was always called Project Mercury and then parentheses Adam. When Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong were waiting on the moon before Armstrong stepped out onto the moon to take mankind's first steps on another celestial body. Buzz Aldrin, who was a Catholic, had prepared a little box with communion wafers and blessed wine that his priest had blessed for him. And he actually said to NASA Control, could we have a moment's silence so that he could take communion wafers and communion wine before Armstrong stepped out on the moon. And it's interesting to note that the first food and drink ever taken on them that was communion wafers and wine. Encouraging of this kind of thing. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. 
the astronauts have carried literally thousands of Christian banners, flags, microfilm, copies of the Bible, etc., into space with them in their space suits. So the religious ethos of the space program, I think, is undeniable. So they went about their tasks of exploration, aliens on a distant world. And strangely enough, they looked as if they belonged there. The Human Genome Project, which is the largest technological enterprise of, of our day, Francis Collins, who runs it, is a born-again a Christian, an evangelical, very outspoken, who has written that he thinks the most important event in history is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He says that he will allow for God to intervene in the laws of nature, etc. The human genome uh, doesn't really exist because everyone's genome is different. And when asked whose genome it would be, uh, they said, well, it would be sort of a um, composite. And uh, it would be male. And they said it would be sort of an atom too. Richard Seed, who announced rather defiantly that he was going to clone human beings, went on to the radio and the television, and this is what he said. And I have a tape of this. He said to the whole world, God made man in his own image. God intended for man to become one with God. We are going to become one with God. Cloning and the reprogramming of DNA is the first serious step in becoming one with God. Yes. We are going to become gods. Period. Technological development, which appears to be the most worldly of activities, is in actuality an otherworldly project rooted in the Christian notion of redemption, uh, the restoration of original perfection. And the story, which is a peculiarly Christian one, is the story of the fall of Adam and the, the promise of a recovery of Adam's original divinity. Science is the ultimate authority in our culture, and scientists cultivate the image that they stand between mortals and God, and that they are the new clergy, so to speak. The notion that science and religion were enemies is really a historical myth. In fact, for most of our history, science and religion have been intimately entwined. The first time you have a really major separation between science and religion is when Darwin put forward his thesis that man was descended from apes and not made in the image of God. That caused a huge tension between science and religion. And in the late 19th century, a mythology was in fact created that science and religion had always been at war, which in fact is a historical myth. So why not get it all out on the table? Okay, you want to pursue genetic engineering because human beings, as the image likeness of the god, have the right to create new species, transgenic species, participate in creation, a new creation, a, a second genesis. That's our birthright. That, that's what was promised to Adam. Okay, if that's true, if that's what we're about, let's say that's what we're doing. Okay. And stop all this talk about, oh, this is, we're doing this for medical reasons. Okay. The Industrial Revolution took place in the Christian West. 
So it's not surprising that most religious theories trying to deal with these changes are rooted in the Christian tradition. But now that the whole world is confronted with modern technology, people within other traditions also seek answers to the implications of modernity and how to reconcile technology with their own beliefs. Their reflections might give us an idea about how the world would react to the prospect of a transhuman future. To thee, the data, the code, the communications, forever, amen. Turing, von Neumann, all that lovelace, Babbage, around me shines the bits, and in me is the bite. Raphael, Gabriel, Uriel, Mikael, for we, the data, the code, the communications, forever, amen. Uh, Arthur C. Clarke once said that uh, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. Uh, but I think that's actually the wrong way around. I think that we're trying to achieve magic through technology. Magic uh, is in many ways the idea that uh, we can control the world around us. And of course, this is what technology is about. But what people usually call magic is more close to the pre-rational idea that everything is connected with me. That is the view of a small child. But uh, as we grow up, we realize that things happen that are not connected to us. But through technology, we can still achieve these changes that we want. We want to go up uh, in a high building, we use the elevator, which is really a magical means. Modern life starts to look like a fairy tale where everything is alive. Our environment is full of demonic devices that we command with remote controls and credit cards as our magic wand and with passwords and fingerprints as our magic spells. Virtual reality gives a foretaste of how this manner of commanding, of mastering the world around us, will further evolve. There's a basic rule in magic, which is that your will, what you will to be, is the thing that you see is what shapes your worldview. Well, that's literally true in cyberspace. What you will to see is what is true for you. When I'm trying to teach people about the evolution of the computer interface, I teach the interface that we would commonly associate with, say, systems like Unix systems, where everything's on the command line. In fact, what happens is to learn how to master that interface, you have to become an initiate in the mysteries of that language. You have to go study under someone who's normally called a guru. All right? You have to learn the magical incantations. So you spend months and months with this person. You learn their incantations. And from that, you gain a mastery of the system. You know how to make the system do your will. It turns out that my greatest magical teacher was also the man who instructed me in Unix. But this practical magic Imposing your will on the world and manipulating it according to your own desires is not exclusive to cyberspace. Once nanotechnology comes into the picture, our whole life will start to look magical. Nanotechnology would enable us to reshape the physical matter in the world almost in the same ease we can do in a virtual world. So matter will be a virtual medium.
change it according to will. Just like uh, the magical view of the world, you decide that uh, I don't like this furniture, and uh, you order your non-machines through some interface, be it a magical spell or just programming it on a computer. It might look the same uh, if somebody has designed the user interface that way, and you get the desired change. If the physical world becomes as easy to transform as the virtual one, a magical worldview might become the most suitable. According to Hinduism, however, we already live in a kind of virtual reality. our world as a phantom, as a veil, or maya in Sanskrit. In other words, this could be a simulation running on a universal computer. At the top level, there is God, who you could say is the ultimate programmer. Then you have the universal form, uh, Virat Purusha, it's called in Sanskrit, which would correspond to the operating system. And then you have the world as we see it, which is a virtual reality controlled by that operating system. And finally, you have many individual beings who are in the virtual reality, but their actual self is external to the virtual reality. say in one sense that Maya is a kind of virtual reality, a world of illusion, which is intended basically as an educational system for the souls. Hindu people believe that the soul is separate from the body, that it leaves the body after death and then reincarnates in another body. What body you will reincarnate into depends on how well you develop your mind in your present life. There's a strict hierarchy of all creatures and among humans that is reflected in their rigid caste system. But Hindus also believe that there are higher beings that are already living now, and you can become one of them in your next life if you improve yourself considerably at the present stage. There's no question of the entire society of organisms progressing to a higher stage, because the higher stage actually is already in existence. We are actually inherently beings of a higher nature than simply the limited human uh, state. Individuals can progress to higher and higher stages of consciousness, which enable them to participate in higher and higher levels within this hierarchy. This self-improvement is done by yoga practice. There are 64 steps in yoga called the 64 cities that ultimately allow you to break through the veil of this reality and bring you in contact with the world behind it. The word city in Sanskrit means perfection, but traditionally this refers to certain capacities that the individual acquires as a result of yogic practices. Imagine that you're in a virtual reality that you find a way of gaining access to the operating system. You would gain powers that would be very remarkable from the point of view of life within the virtual reality. Well, the concept is that the yogi can do this. Now, powers. Uh, one of the simplest would be mind-to-mind -mind communication. 
And you could say that, well, modern technology has imitated that through radio. Likewise, the yoga siddhis would involve the ability to travel to a distant place in a very easy and convenient way. And you could say that, well, uh, technology has developed the airplane and the automobile. So in one sense, you could say the material technology imitates the result that people used to talk about through the uh, development of yoga. The analogies between Hinduism and transhuman ideas are so apparent that the prospect of a technological transhuman future will most likely not pose much of a problem for Hindu people. But would it be possible for a soul or a conscious self to become linked up with a, a computer? Maybe it is possible. If the self can be linked up with a brain made of protoplasm, or wetware as it's called, then the soul may be able to link itself with another kind of material organization. that may limit Hindu interest in technological progress. If you focus on external development, then you may create a very nice external structure. It may even be an artificially intelligent computer, but you won't ultimately be able to enjoy that because that's something external to yourself. Whereas if you focus on internal development, you may be able to elevate your consciousness to the point where you yourself become a super intelligent being. So in that sense, all uh, effort to develop external technology ultimately benefits something other than the self of the individual. In the Far East today, people seem to embrace technology, but this has not always been the case. In East Asia, there was a sort of nativist reaction against science introduced by the West. Science, again, had universalist claims. The scientific truth based on reason has to be universal. And then a nativist reaction would say, you know, this is threatening our traditions. Um, the Middle Kingdom is in the center of the universe. The emperor is the center of the cosmos. Uh, all these new ideas coming in with Copernicus and so on, upsetting the established order. Another reaction is to say, well, we're backward economically and, and, and otherwise. The Western world is clearly superior in military might and threatening to dominate us. So what we need to do is reject the reasons for our backwardness, which are our own traditions and so on, and adopt science. And science became uh, almost a new religion. Um, the two slogans were Mr. Science and Mr. Democracy. Technology has boomed in the East since then, especially in Japan, which is probably the most technophiliac nation in the world. This enthusiasm seems to be rooted in some particular elements of the Buddhist and Shintoist tradition. There is a strong basis in Christianity and also in Western humanism with this idea that the human has a unique soul. A rock doesn't have a soul, a human does, and man is made in the image of God himself. Whereas uh, in a more animist tradition like the Japanese one many things can have soul many things can be sacred including rocks and other inanimate objects so there is less of a transgression perhaps for them in the idea that a machine can be brought to life <laughs> the interesting case 
is Japan because it's so advanced in, in robot technology and even on the level of games and virtual reality, the Japanese and the Koreans are way ahead. In our attitude toward everything surrounding us, we are tended to find a living uh, spirit, not only in our human beings, animals, but also everything under the sun. So new technologies, uh, such as robotics or some new machines, we try to relate those even machines and robots, they have their own souls or minds. In the West, most legends about technology, like that of Icarus or Frankenstein, carry the negative message that humans should refrain from trying to defy the gods. In the East, such negative associations are completely absent. We have a lot of heroes or heroines, very friendly robots, which are a part of our society. For example, Ultra Boy, you know, Atom, who is a kind of man-made robot which is always helping us when we fight against some evil. Uh, but they're always trying to realize the dreams of young children. They use some magic and, uh, you know, they are ushering us into the futuristic world. So we have an image, a perception that those Machines and uh, new technologies are always uh, enriching our life. This positive attitude towards robots in their collective imagination is also reflected in their actual robots. While Western robots are basically built for military and industrial purposes, Eastern robots are often made for providing pleasure and care. This acceptance of modern technology within Eastern religion has found its most prominent propagator in the Dalai Lama. From an early age on, the Dalai Lama has shown great interest in science. He has collaborated in several brain research projects. He claims that he would give up his religious beliefs as soon as they would contradict scientific evidence and even the prospect of a transhuman future doesn't pose a problem for him. Once he claims that he might reincarnate into a computer as soon as these machines were powerful enough. Now, further development of the technology, and eventually a new type of human being, uh, uh, say, due to these machines, something. Uh, welcome, no problem. If that comes, and then, then the reincarnation of the Dalai Lama also may be one of like that. A religion in which science has played an important role from its very origins is Islam.
In fact, the Prophet Muhammad proclaimed that God could be known through science. Islam emphasized the fact that we can know God. Christianity in the past has uh, emphasized on the mystery of God. God is a mystery. Yes, of course, there are mysterious aspects of God that we cannot know. But still, Islam emphasized the fact that we can know God. First of all, by studying Revelation, which means by studying the Quran. That is one way. But Muslims also believe, based on the Quran itself, that through knowledge of the universe, we can know God. Because God manifests himself in the universe. God gives many, many signs. In the Quran, more than 750 out of the 6,000 verses are dealing with nature and the urge to study nature through science. This encouragement gave rise to an unprecedented flourishing of knowledge in the centuries after the prophets. Between 800 and 1500, when Europe retreated into itself and its religion, the Islamic world was the Mecca of science and wisdom. 1,000 years ago, algebra was developed in Baghdad. They even had functioning robots, automated puppets that could play music, show the time, or even pour wine. Alcohol is an Arabic word. They invented the distillation process. The Arabic world was cosmopolitan, tolerant, and curious. But by the time their knowledge leaked out to Europe, giving rise to the European Renaissance, the Arabic world closed itself off into its own religion, and the Arabic Golden Age faded away. After the 16th century, Islamic science came to believe that religious sciences were more important than the natural sciences and social sciences. And these scholars were influential in Muslim society. So Muslims paid more attention to religious sciences than to natural and social sciences. In the course of time, science declined. Although the Quran describes science and religion as two parallel paths towards the same goal, the religious path has dominated during the last In the last few decades, several Muslim countries have acquired great wealth. Agricultural regions turned into megacities within a time span of one generation. But there's little scientific research conducted in these countries compared to other regions with the same affluence. The revival of the sciences has not yet taken place. There are various things that have held the Arab world back. Um, one of them, arguably, is the um, fact that they're so oil rich which means that money flows into the coffers of the ruling elite uh, for the Japanese, for example, they have very few natural resources. They had to build a modern economy and an industry and so on, because uh, otherwise they wouldn't have survived in the modern world. Whereas in Kuwait and Saudi Arabia and so on, the elite survives very well just by selling oil. So I think that's one thing that's kept them back. Another thing is that you need to, to build a modern economy you do need a kind of bourgeoisie um, and with a certain amount of economic freedom. There is clearly pressure 
more political and economic liberties. And if they succeed in having more open societies, more liberal regimes, they could indeed start catching up in the way that they are in India. Um, Turkey is already an example of this. Indonesia and Malaysia. Malaysia is already quite rich. Indonesia is not doing so badly. So I mean, it can easily happen. Uh, it depends entirely on what happens politically. In the past few decades, modern technology has entered the Muslim world, but it's much of Muslim tradition. However, the demand to reopen the discussion between science and religion has surfaced in the past few years, and not only among intellectuals. The internet is full of discussion groups dealing with what is called Islamic science, the reconciliation of science with the Quran. The discussion often refers back to its roots in the Golden Age, but the old position that science and religion are two separated paths has to be reviewed as technology today starts to fulfill what the prophet had predicted, that we can know God through science. There are debates going on in Muslim society, and these debates are good because I think in a matter of time, hopefully, some very clear positions will emerge about the relationship between Islam and science. After a thousand years of absence, new robots appear in the Arabic world. In the famous camel races of Qatar, the camels, previously mounted by children because of their light weight, are now run by even lighter robots. The Jewish community never made a real functioning robot during the Middle Ages, but they did produce a legend about a robot, the golem, and that story still seems to play an inspirational role in the scientific community of today. In that building over there, in the classical life, I know at least four people who claim to be descendants of Rabbi Lu, who is known as the first Kabbalist to actually build a, build a golem. Rabbi Lev lived in Prague in the 15th or 16th century, and there are a couple of different stories about his golem. And one story is when the golem died, he put the dead golem in the attic of the Prague synagogue, and he created a sentence to revive the golem at the end of all times. And a couple of people in that building, including Marvin Minsky, have been told that sentence on the day of the Bar Mitzvah. So they have been told by their fathers or grandfathers that they would be the ones who would revive the golem. And of course, then you can easily draw the parallels to AI, right? You have, if you want to revive the golem, okay, you build an AI system. Two people who actually claim to be descendants, one is Jerry Sussman, a professor here, and the other one is Joel Moses, who is right now provost of MIT, were sitting together and they wrote the sentence they have learned to revive the goal on a piece of paper, and it was absolutely the same. So this tradition has actually survived for 400 years. And for me, it's just interesting that, that this element is so strong in the AI community. I just to say hi. And there is one story where the golem comes to life and has on its forehead the terms Yahweh Elohim Emet, which means God the Lord is truth. And he comes to life and removes the Aleph, the first letter of the word term Emet, from its forehead, so that the re remaining sentence means uh, God the Lord is dead. 
And uh, the builders, of course, are totally horrified and say, what's, what's going on? I mean, how can you say God is dead? And he says, well, we are created in God's image, and we adore God because God was able to build something so fantastic as us. But if you are not able to rebuild yourself, the people will adore you for building that and not God anymore. But as soon as God is not adored anymore, he might as well be dead. The Orthodox Hasidic community believes that the end of human life on earth is near. At that moment, the new Messiah will come just as all knowledge of God is known and the world will be filled with the word of God. The acceleration in technology's advances seems to indicate that this moment is approaching. To speed up the event, Rabbi Yusuf Kazan took the initiative to put the Holy Scripts online. The prophecy of Isaiah is that the time will come when the world will be filled with the knowledge of God just as the ocean covers the sea. And it's a prophecy which was said by Isaiah many, many years ago. We today are able to actually see this happen. Today you have the Iridium satellites which are bringing the entire world connected into one small unit where telephone technology, wireless technology is being able to bring everybody together. This is something unheard of and undreamt of in the past. But these were prophecies which we heard of from our sages. And just as we heard those prophecies and we're seeing their fulfillment and their happening, so will the other prophecies happen where we know that the coming of Mashiach and the coming of the Messiah will happen. Technology is enabling us to actually see this happen. The earlier periods of history, and we have, say, three pretty good-sized messiahs between 600 B.C. and 700 A.D. We have Buddha, we have Christ, we have Muhammad, um, produced over the whole planet, more or less, a system of the self. It's not clear that this unification of the self around what we would call probably today ego in Freudian language was fully formed before that period of time. And the interesting thing is, is that Buddha both invokes the ego and then contradicts it and says, don't go there. All right, it exists, and here I am making you conscious of it, but this is how you free yourself of it. Christ does the same thing, and Christ says that the way to freedom from ego is through love. And Buddha says that it's through non-attachment. So this produces what we would call modern materialistic culture. You know, it takes some time to work through culture, and culture evolves and iterates through it. And so we now have modern materialistic culture in which the ego is prized above all other developments. Well, that game is over. But the software upgrade is not coming through the manifestation of a person. Not so much in the form of a person or a teaching. But I would almost say the Internet is the Messiah. You know, Marshall McLuhan said uh, that the age of the Holy Ghost would be manifest by the descent of electricity over the entire planet. He identified electricity with 
third person of the Trinity. In that sense, then, we are now living in the age of the Holy Spirit, and the Internet is its vessel. The concept that a global network of human beings will result in an entity of higher form is an idea that originates in the theories of Pierre Teilhard de Chardin. Teilhard, who is a Jesuit priest who is also a scholar, dedicated to the study of the evolution of man. This combination of interests gave rise to his philosophical work, in which he attempted to reconcile Christianity with Darwinism. Through his scientific research, he saw that life was evolving to ever more complex forms. At the beginning, there was no life on Earth, only dead matter, the geosphere. But out of this dead matter, life evolved, creating a new layer, the biosphere on top of the geosphere. This life evolved to ever more complex animals with more complex nervous systems until we arrive at humans, the first species with a reflective consciousness. For Teilhard, however, there is no reason to believe that evolution would stop at the level of human beings. We are just the first step of a new layer on top of the biosphere, the sphere of thoughts and reflection, which he called the noosphere. We are the building blocks that will evolve to higher unities of consciousness. And when this evolution is traced further to infinity, all life will finally unite into one complex conscious entity that Teilhard called the Omega Point, or God. Human population has spread over the world, transforming the biosphere into a conscious sphere. Some theorists now identify the internet, which turns the world into one global village, an entire form of complexity. It might seem a rather far-fetched interpretation of what telecommunication offers today, but there are some people, even within the scientific community, who consider the merging of our consciousness to be plausible in the future. If you have a hundred people who each are good at different things, maybe you should make one bigger one that uh, has the best parts of all that. So once people are machines, you could say, why don't we combine these and condense it and make it more elegant? So uh, we have to have a new idea about existence. The person who formulated this idea in its most elaborate form is Frank Tipler. You should think of this life in the far future as being computers. The real essence of life, however, is not the hardware, but the software, the programs in the computers. For example, we humans might decide to upload ourselves into computer memory banks, which will then go out and colonize nearby stars. They will be virtual humans, not humans at the lowest level of reality, which is what we now are, but you might think of a spiritualized aspect of ourselves. ...have become intertwined. I can use either language, scientific language or religious language, to describe exactly the same thing. Human beings in the far future will be primarily virtual humans. And it is those virtual humans that will get into tiny spaceships and travel to the distant stars, colonize those nearby stars, start the same process again. What will happen is the universe will be slowly but surely converted from its current dead matter state into a living matter state.
in the far future, the entire universe will be one gigantic computing machine. Tipler believes that at the end of times, the whole universe will become one cosmic computer network. Whether this is plausible depends on how the universe the universe has been expanding farther and farther. Stars are moving away from each other and lose their energy. After a while, the distances will be so great that communication between different places in the universe will become impossible. Finally, everything will fall apart in dust. Atoms will disintegrate into smaller parts until nothing more is left. But Tipler believes that this will never be the case. According to the law of gravitation, matter attracts matter, and this is slowing down the expansion. Tipler calculated that there is enough matter in space to stop the expansion and reverse it so that the universe will start contracting again. As time proceeds further, the universe begins to collapse. Life extracts gravitational energy until finally the entire biosphere evolves into the omega point. Now, the omega point is not in time. It is not in space. It's beyond space and time. It's the ultimate limit. The Omega Point is omniscient. It knows everything that can be known. It has infinite power. We can call it omnipotent. And it exists throughout all space. We can call it omnipresent. So I can identify the Omega Point with God. Tipler gives us a clear concept of God. It is an intelligent computer network, a network that will enclose the whole universe. For the relativity theory, when space becomes zero, time and energy will become endless. This minuscule but cosmic computer network will live in eternity with eternal energy. And the good news is that it will be able to save us all. The resources available to life in the far future will be so great that they can bring us back into existence, each individual person, as a computer emulation, as a perfect simulation. And that will be you, you and me, reborn, resurrected, to use the ancient religious terminology. We will be resurrected in time by these super beings. Think of us in religious terms as being resurrected by the angels. Now, then, once we are resurrected, we will never have to, uh, to die again. So, according to Tipler, God will be at the end of all times, but he is already present today, because as he is beyond space and time, he is able to turn back in time. And that is what Tipler believes God sometimes does. He leaves messages for us telling us what we should do to create him. The crucial verse of the Bible, Moses asked God for his name, and in Exodus 3.14, God replies in Hebrew, Echyeh asher future tense. God was telling Moses in the very beginning that he has to be thought of as future tense. Now that is how the Omega Point, who exists in the ultimate future, affects the universe now. By logical necessity, the universe has to do certain things now in order to force it into this pattern, in order to force it into the omega point in the ultimate future. And it has to evolve that way 
Grossly speaking, the laws of physics are to be consistent. Another person who in his thinking combines the prospect of a transhuman era with the biblical tradition is the contemporary prophet Rael. Rael is a former race car driver whose life changed completely after he was visited by aliens. Le 13 décembre au matin, j'allais à mon bureau et j'ai quelque chose qui m'a poussé à continuer jusqu'à un volcan euh, éteint. Et là, j'ai stoppé ma voiture et à pied, je suis allé au centre du cratère où je n'avais absolument rien à faire. Et là, euh, j'ai regardé le ciel et j'ai vu une lumière clignotante très, très violente. Et doucement, quelque chose est descendu et une crape s'est dépliée. Et là, un être est sorti et il m'a expliqué par la suite qu'il était un des Elohim qui sont venus il y a très longtemps créer la vie sur Terre. Voilà comment ça a commencé. Et le mot lui-même, Elohim, est très important. Il est le mot qui est dans la Bible. Et euh, chose choquante, du mot. Il n'y a pas de Dieu dans la Bible. Il y a le mot Elohim qui, en hébreu, veut dire ceux qui sont venus du ciel. Évidemment, pour tout être primitif, ce qui vient du ciel, Dieu. Mais nous commençons à voyager dans l'espace, nous commençons à nous échapper de cette petite planète bleue et, et nous sommes en train de comprendre qu'il peut, peut y avoir de la vie sur d'autres planètes, que cette vie peut tout comme nous voyager et donc qu'on peut venir du ciel sans forcément être un dieu. Alors les Elohim nous expliquent qu'ils avaient atteint il y a très longtemps le même niveau, à peu près le même niveau de technologie que nous avons maintenant sur Terre et qu'ils ont connu les mêmes problèmes que les scientifiques sur la Terre connaissent actuellement. Quels sont ces problèmes Tous les éthicistes, les comités d'éthique, les gens qui sont bloqués par des concepts religieux primitifs et qui, et qui disent vous n'avez pas le droit de cloner, vous n'avez pas le droit d'utiliser les fœtus parce que c'est vivant, vous n'avez pas le droit de... Tout un tas de, de considérations religieuses ou philosophiques qui n'ont rien à voir avec la science, mais qui la freinent ou qui la bloquent. Et ils ont demandé à leur gouvernement, laissez-nous aller ailleurs. Nous allons aller sur une autre planète, on pourra poursuivre nos recherches, nos expériences, et ça leur a été accordé. Ils ont choisi la Terre, et c'est comme ça qu'ils sont monocellulaires, puis pluricellulaires, puis, des, puis finalement, comme le dit la Bible, l'homme à leur image. Ils disent, on les a fait à notre image. Un jour, ils vont être capables de faire la même chose que nous. Et ils nous aiment. Ils sont admiratifs devant leur création. Et ils disent, un jour, on reviendra. Mais il faut qu'on laisse des traces de ce qu'on a fait. Il faut qu'ils aient des preuves quand ils seront capables de comprendre de ce qu'on a fait. Et ils donnent les, les, les grandes religions qui disent toutes la même chose, qu'un jour, ils reviendraient, quand nous serions prêts quand nous commencerons à échapper au monde primitif, à ne plus nous agenouiller et prier devant tout ce qui vient du ciel. Et, et c'est ce qu'on fait maintenant. Dans les 20 dernières années, on a découvert plus de choses que dans toute l'histoire de l'humanité. Dans les 10 années qui viennent, on va découvrir plus que dans ces 20 années et tout ce qui a précédé. Puis ensuite, en 5 ans, en 2 ans et demi, en 1 an, en 6 mois, en 3 mois, et à un moment donné, en une journée, on trouvera plus que dans toute l'histoire de l'humanité. Et ça, c'est pas, si vous ajoutez 10 ans, plus 50, on arrive aux environs de 2025-2030. Donc là, demain, dans 15-20 ans, on va tout 
savoir. Et là, ils peuvent envisager de revenir. Rael was chosen by the aliens to bring us the message of their second coming. They asked him to build an embassy where they can land and meet the press and our world leaders. Il souhaite que l'ambassade, si possible, soit construite près de Jérusalem. Pourquoi Parce que le premier laboratoire où ont été fabriqués les premiers hommes, Adam et Ève, était situé près de Jérusalem. Donc, sentimentalement, ils aimeraient revenir à cet endroit-là où tout a commencé pour, en fait, boucler la boucle. C'est pas une question de moyens, mais l'autorisation d'avoir cette extraterritorialité pour construire ce que la tradition juive appelle le troisième temple, justement qui doit être bâti par le Messie, Messiah. Ben, euh, se pose des questions, à savoir si, si effectivement ce ne serait pas moi. Et ils ont bien raison de se la poser. The discourse about technology is not a rational debate anymore. The prospect of a transhuman era affects us all. Most conflicts will probably occur in the cultures that are influenced by the biblical traditions, where humans are granted a central role in the universe. After the first taboo, that the Earth is not the center of the universe, and the second, that we originate from apes, which is still not digested, we are now confronted with the last taboo, that we are not the end of evolution. But whether and how this further revolution will take place still remains, at this moment at least, human, perhaps all too human, decision. We may be on the threshold of acquiring godlike capacities. However, we will only, at best, through the agency of technology, become two-thirds the deity as described in the great biblical tradition that has been the inspiration of the Western world for thousands of years. That is to say, we may reach toward a kind of omniscience. We may reach toward a kind of omnipotence. Those are two facets of the divine according to the great tradition. But technology is never going to be able to transform us into uh, divinely loving, merciful, or compassionate beings. That part, the moral dimension of our technological deification, remains a problem, remains a choice, remains a uniquely human challenge. And in that sense, Technopolis does not change human history.
O queen of the two lands, Nefertiti, Egypt cries out for your help. The menacing Hyksos have invaded the minds of your people and have set up their own capital at BTR. For BTR, they have disrupted many of our communication routes. We must stop their conquest before it is too late. Here at WGAG Radio, we are safe from immediate attack. Although the Hyksos have the gall to demand tribute, we may need to supply troops and arms to our compatriots to the north to help repel the Hyksos incursion. They will look to you, almighty Nefertiti, for support. But now, we too have a new weapon. Our wise military leaders have become proficient in the use of the dreaded sounds of Nuwapu, and we shall turn it back upon our enemies and drive them before us. If only our trouble was limited to the north. Reports from our southern border show that the black devils are once again taking advantage and distracted the minds of your people and if the Nuwapians are to emerge intact from these turbulent times, much will be required of you. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to break the spell of ignorance with Nuwapu. As always, if you are a member of the Brain Trust's caught or killed, WGAG will disavow any knowledge of your actions. This tape is self-destructed five seconds. Good luck, Nefertiti. I'm dealing with the mad 
second Raised by a single mother I'm trying to tell you when it's on You gotta keep your head to the sky Be strong, most of all Hold on, hold on Please welcome the Brain Trust, the Brain Trust. The brain trust. The Brain Trust. Brain trust, the brain trust.
welcome the brain trust. The brain trust. The brain trust. What up, what up, what up, what's happening everybody, can y'all hear me out there, let me know if y'all got a one, let me know that y'all can hear enough in the building tonight, I'm talking in the third person, what's happening everybody, welcome to High Damn Politics, it's your girl Nefertiti surviving the game, can I get a one, somebody in that chat room, somebody give me a one, come on, let me get a one, yeah, there we go, thank you Ethereum, what's happening everybody, it's good to see y'all tonight, you can be doing anything in any one that you tonight, that means a lot. We got a lot to build on, man. We um going through this this book, man. We're going through uh silent weapon for a quiet war. We're gonna we're gonna build on that. That's gonna be the thing for the next maybe week or two. Um, it's not that long, but we're gonna tap into it because that's what you're watching. It's a silent war going on, whether um you know it or not. It has been uh declared many, many moons ago. But we're gonna tap into it anyhow because, you know, it's just it's just some good shit to know. You know, what what all kind of weapons they got. We, we we build on it pretty much every day. I know Zon's been going heavy on um mind control, on you know, the technology, um, you know, everything that we that we're witnessing right now. We are living in the thick of it. You know, for a long time we just watched it um marinate over the years, right? We watch it you know, we watched it since we were youngins all the way now to um what we had now in life, right? And we're watching it um, really be put out there, right there in folks' face. But they still got people distracted. They still got people, you know, worried about some fake-ass war that they're using as as an, a reasoning for stifling um, food and everything else. You know, I already showed y'all how they burnt down 22 food facilities since the beginning of the pandemic. How about that shit? 22 food plants. 20. Two, but I'll get into that a little bit later. I want to say what's up to everybody that's in the building, man. I appreciate y'all being here tonight. Give yourselves a round of applause for just hanging out. All right, let's start from the bottom all the way up to the top. What's happening with you, J1? is in the building. Jay Jizzle. Sweet O'Shun is in the building. What's going on, Solstice? Mitch Hudson. What's happening? Mitch Hudson is in the building. Who else is in this thing? I be that I am. You already know who he is. Captain I be. Ethereum forever. What's happening, Ethereum? Brian Orion, my birthday twin. What's happening with you, Brian? And my girl, Arishka Gal, 2020. She wasted there to consume the living. Is in the building. What's up, Arish? Yes, yes, we in the building. Of course, you already know who she is. The baddest bitch in El Cologne. What's happening with you, Don Nicole Yovitz? It's God. It's the God. What's happening, God? Hopefully, Don will come through tonight. Um, I think Mr. Lowry going to come. I'm not sure. I know he's doing a speaking engagement. You know what I'm saying? He out there 
working for the people. That's that is truly a man of the people. Let's give a shout out to Brother Lowry. You know where he at out there in D.C. He be putting in the work for the folks. He really, really do, man. He he is true to this. He true to what he do. You know, um, out there fighting labor unions and actually was a part of a union, but fighting unions, fighting for people to get you know what they deserve, doing it in in, in the righteous way that he can. So, uh, brother Lowry, do your thing. But yeah, man, this hell of shit going on. We gonna um, we gonna talk about some of the you know, some of the I guess hot topic news first, right? Some of the you know, we pertaining to uh, politics. Sometimes I can forget, but wow, I'm talking about politics, right? But no, first and foremost, man, we gotta um, I think um, Mother Nature. Shout out to Mother Nature again, taking um, taking out all rodents, rats, trash, and all that good shit. Um, <laughs> I never thought I never thought that I would be uh uh I know my like my hate my anger for idiotic shit. I've always had like a little short um temper so to speak or a very short fuse to a certain extent, you know. But I never thought that I'll just see so much dumb shit in in like how motherfuckers are really, really gone. It really, really shows how people are really not content with themselves. That's that's what it's really showing me. It's really showing me that how people they want everything outside of themselves. Like they're not at peace with themselves. So when you're not at peace with yourself, when you when you when you when you don't sit right with you, you know what I'm saying? That means that you're look you always looking for the enemy outside of yourself. And so and if and if you gotta be sitting up, we gotta be a gender, so be it, whatever the case may be. But my whole thing is, man, just talk about these motherfuckers who destroying the, the nigga community, man. And it's for ratchet for as ratchet as bitches are, for as ratchet as women can be, for as ratchet as an attitude can be, women ain't out here knocking each other off by the hundreds every single day. That's a Nubian man problem, and only a Nubian man can fix it. I'll say it again. For as ratchet as bitches are, for as ratchet as them tossing out babies out their pussy every other day, for as ratchet as they are for the ratchet shit that they do, they're not knocking each other off by the hundreds on a daily basis. So when is niggas going to start checking their brothers? I don't know. Young Thug and Gunner are indicted on RICO charges, case in point. I'm not, I'm not convicting them brothers, Young Thug and uh, Gunner and the whole rest of that street crew that's out there at ATL because I know it goes down in every city. You know, it's um, gangs. Affiliation, family members happening in every every town and every city. Um, but what you can't do, and what I advise all niggas who come into who come up, you can't. You got to cut off affiliation. You know these cats be thinking, you know, <laughs> all that I'm bringing you with me, 
and you be funneling money. These niggas be funneling money either by consciously or unconsciously. Funneling money to homeboys who out there still out there about that life when you clearly have excelled past it. Okay? If you can get on a fucking record and do this shit, and people buy that shit, if your partners ain't legit, if they're not about legit business, if they ain't about legit doing things the right way, you ain't supposed to have no affiliation with them. And you can't just give them money. You can't just cool love. That cool love is going to get you fucked up. That cool love is going to get you hemmed up. Like I said, I'm not going to convict them. I'm not going to convict them, brothers. There's enough people out there to do that for them. Matter of fact, I believe that DA that's coming after they ass is a sister. I think, that's a, I think from what I've seen, the sister's a, um, a DA, and, and I saw a part of her press conference. I should play the press conference. I really should. How about that? Maybe I will. Because it's political, too. It, it, it deals in politics. But because um, uh, DA is, is, is politics. Hey, your, your vice president was a DA. And I know her, her dirty ass, Kamala, then locked up plenty of cats who was innocent. Okay? This is what we tried to warn y'all about this trick out here in San Francisco when she was a San Francisco DA. And how much time she was passing out to niggas left and right when there was clear evidence, physical evidence, DNA evidence that motherfuckers did not do crimes and she still gave people the time. Right? And she still gave niggas the time. All right? Oshun said, when you clean up, you got to get the dirty shit away from around you. But you know, a lot of cats be scared to do that. It's You'll be surprised how many still fall victim to peer pressure. You'll be, I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's amazing. Like I said, and, and like I said, what do they give money unconsciously? I seen who what, what I seen a video maybe a year ago. I don't know what rap nigga this was, but they was all in this house. You know, nice house mansion, and he had about twenty cats, twenty dudes at a round table. Now, I don't know how many of them were business partners, uh, you know, inside the industry. Uh, they sure didn't look the part. And so he was just throwing out stacks. I believe it might have been Thug. I think it might have been Young Thug, come to think about it. Hold up, D.A. Prescott. Um, Priceville, California, love it. Press conference, young thugs. Uh, you know, um, here we go. We're gonna play. We're gonna listen to a little bit of this. We're gonna listen to a little bit of this. And um, and I and he was just passing out stacks. I'm sure there was ten racks, maybe ten, twenty racks. It, it, it may not have been thought. I can't think of who it was, but he was just passing it to his boys. Now, I don't want to make no preconceived notions, but I am. But they didn't look like they was about business. They looked like they was out there about their life. And I'm not talking about the right life. And when you do that, and when you do that, and they go out there and commit crimes, guess who's going to be held responsible too? Because you, you are you funding it. You're funding the bullshit. 
Brian says, what should we do now? Form a militia and start kick fucking up the dope boys? Hey, that's probably the best thing I, I can say that the Panthers ever did. See, I don't know about how much y'all know about the Panthers. Everybody know that they originated right here in my hometown of Oakland, California, and I have family members who are in um, the Panthers, both my my family, but really in um, my children's father's family heavily. Like their cousin, his cousin is Bobby Hutton, young Bobby, which was one of the youngest founding members of the Black Panthers. He was murdered at the age of 16 by the o- Oakland Police Department. But what they did, they hemmed up all them dope boys. Okay? Because you got to understand, after the slight, when, when Panthers got infiltrated and them niggas got, you know, and, and, you, and they got and they got infiltrated and that shit just dissolved, that's when the dope flooded the hood, and particularly in Oakland, and made its way across the nation. But let me tell you, you couldn't, with no pimp, and you, it was hard to be a pimp in Oakland during the 1960s. Case in point, I don't, you can look him up, this is all real facts, Frank Ward, the Ward Brothers. You ever seen the movies of Mac? That's what that was based off of. And, and and they were actually um, in that movie. Frank Ward was actually in the Mac, right? But the thing is, the Panthers was charging them tax. It's called a tax. It's like a hood tax, right? It's a hood tax. You're going to be doing dirt in the hood, you pay a tax. You pay a tax. You you have to regulate what what happens out here in these streets so there'll be no random killings, no random rapes. This wild and willy shit in the street. Say what you want, but when Meech and all them cats and all them all them cats up there in Chicago got locked up, the streets got real stupid and got real wild. Okay, because you used to have some level of some type of code. So when and when dope boys and 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 pimps and them didn't pay their tax to make sure the hood was right meaning that they were able to, this is how a lot of the Panthers were able to fund the food program and all this other stuff, that medical facilities that they had in the neighborhood was because they was charging the pimps and the hustlers. They would, you had to pay a tax for the services. So, you know, it's for then the people in the hood can have services. I'm not even going to go on my Pac rant because that's something that Pac was trying to bring back because, you know, he was getting them lessons from the stepfather, Matulu Shakur, in prison and all that shit. We're trying to bring that shit back to the streets. We already know what happened there. But point being, yeah, Brian, that was something that was done, and it should be done again. Because this shit is wild out here. These youngs, these cats, they wild. Crime has gone up by 23 to 60% in all metropolitan cities since 2019. Overdoses and drug shit is went up uh, threefold. Piles of fentanyl, heroin, and everything else is being caught and seized all over the country all day long, repeatedly. And that's, and that's just not coming from the border. It's not that's not coming from through the Mexican border. That's that shit is being made right here in the 
good old U.S. of A. So that's not an MS-13 issue. It's not a cartel issue. So, again, but, you know, but it takes some trill-ass cats to want to do that, though, to regulate the streets. And I guess everybody ain't really got time for that. But they like to just walk around and talk about women all day. What's your dress size? What's your BMI index? Is your lashes fake? Why are you wearing them acrylic nails? Why are you wearing that weave? Um, you know what I'm saying? That's the shit that a lot of these cats on. But, it, but you know, because talking about the real shit that's going, that's truly detrimental, it's too much work. It's easy now that you got the internet and platforms to talk shit about things that have always been kind of pet peeves to you and in a lot of it, in the case, has been about women. And again, you know, but that's what you got out here. No correction and perfection of your brother, but bullshit out here. This is how people like Tommy Sotomayor, uh, Kevin Samuels and the rest of them can build such a following and such and have such a huge platform because men want to hear that bullshit. They like to feed into their insecurities instead of out here getting these young cats right. That's the least you can do. That's the least you can do. That's the least you can do the least you can do. But, you know, they might be scared of these young niggas, too. I, I, I got to take that into account, too. These cats, are, these grown-ass men might be afraid of these young dudes, too. I, 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 you know, because these young niggas so wild, they're probably scared. You know? But they swear they alphas, though. But they're probably scared of these young niggas out here. But they swear they alphas. They don't want to run shit but inside the household but they won't regulate their communities, right? But I'm a leader. You must do what I say. Follow me, bitch. But you'll watch a whole bunch of young niggas congregate on the corner down the street and won't lace them with the real shit. It's only a few, very few, very few. There's some that's doing the work, but it takes thousands. It takes thousands. My nigga Pac said, it takes a nation of millions if we intend to stop the killing, addicted to capping or something to the cap pill it. <laughs> so, yeah, but they don't want to do that kind of work, you know what I'm saying? they rather talk about bitches on Love and Hip Hop. But, hey. And to be told, some of these wild-ass niggas is their children. Some of these wild, young, buck-ass niggas is some of these niggas who sit them here talking shit. That's they sons out there running them up. So young thug and them, like I said, whether he knew it or not, was possibly, I'm going to speak in hypothetical terms, because like I said, I ain't going to convict them. That's not my place to convict these niggas, charge these cats in a court of public opinion. They got plenty of that going on. But let's listen to a little bit of what this DA said. 
Because I'm going to tell you, too, because social media, these niggas tell on themselves every day on social media, too. Every single day on the social media, want to play third. You know, everybody know I fuck with the the, um, the Raiders. That's my team. That's my football team. But they had a young um, player who they drafted two years ago out of Ohio State. Ethereum, you might be familiar with this cat. I don't know how much you you follow sports or Ohio State or any collegiate sport out there in the state of Ohio. But they drafted this young nigga named Damon Arnett. Damon Arnett went to Ohio State. I think he's from Miami, though. This nigga's a first-round pick. First-round picks make a couple of million dollars when you first get selected into the NFL. You get you get a probably a 500, 800, a million dollars, maybe 800,000, maybe a million dollars signing bonus, and your base salary is around $2 million. This nigga... Yeah, he's from Miami, yeah. This nigga gets on the squad, and he does the stupid shit exactly what these rap niggas do. Nigga, your job is to play football. You bred, you buddy your bread by playing football. But what does he do? He brings all his little niggas from Miami and Ohio State, wherever the fuck he was going. He brings them niggas to Vegas, takes the money that he's making from football, Starts a record label and got all his little partners rapping that dumb shit, them included. Two years later, this nigga's out the league. Why is he out the league? Because he wanted to be that do that ignorant shit. He want to rap about busting on niggas, and this is what got him. This is what got him kicked out the league. This nigga has a gun on on an Instagram live because nigga is on his Instagram talking shit about him. This is how thin-skinned and wild and dumb these cats have got. Some niggas talking shit to him on his live. He goes and he he goes into his cabinet or whatever and pulls out uh something similar to an AK-47. It starts walking with his life, with the gun in his hands, talking about, yeah, you, you, nigga, yeah, you want none of this, nigga, you come to, nigga, we blast it, nigga, we, we blast it, we got the whole crew over here. Your career is finished. Nobody's going to fuck with you. You're a liability. Nigga got into six car accidents in two years in Las Vegas. Pulled the gun out on a valet in Vegas. Where's his brothers to correct him before he lose it, before he lost it all? In two years, 24 months, because he want to do that dumb shit. He want to do that shit he see these cats do. Where's his daddy? Where's his uncle? Where's his male cousin? Where's the nigga to put you these other cats in check? This is the shit I'm talking about. They don't want no who wanna do that work. Nah, they just rather talk shit about bitches. It's easier. <clears throat> you know? It it just really looked like it arrested. That that was some of the saddest shit I have seen in, in a minute. 
you know, because I, you know, I, I, you know, I fuck with the Raiders. You know, everybody know I love football. That's my sport. I, I, I do. I love, I love football. I love that violent shit with, with men in tights. Um, and I, that was some of the saddest shit I've ever seen. To watch a nigga just piss it all away for an image, for a fake persona, for the shit that's been put out here. I can tell this nigga a damn thing. I got to stay off Facebook for real because I really got other shit to do. <laughs> and he was like, um, rap music. And bitches shaking their ass to derogatory things in hip-hop. Well, I said, that's a cultural issue. And don't forget, you niggas created that. Do women shake their ass to shit? That's calling you bitches and hoes and sluts? Yep. I was one of them as a young girl. I listened to plenty too short. I can rap you too short right now. And he said you was a funky head, cock head bitch. Still bop my head to the beat. But if you, that's an issue and you got a problem with it, then you would tell your brother that's not the way to go. Because if you say we got, if we have the ability to change it, then just, just admit that we got the power and then then that's left amongst us women to check each other and to get each other right. Just say that then. Just say that you bitches are the ones and you're the ones who can change all this shit. Just say that then. Because you can't have it both ways. But let's listen to the DA. Because these niggas be on social media doing dumb shit. I want to acknowledge the DA and Wilson County Sheriff. Uh, we're here today to speak on the arrest of Jeffrey Williams that uh, in collaboration with Fulton County DA's office and the Fulton County Sheriff on yesterday. Uh, this collaboration is uh, representative of the partnership of the Atlanta Police Department and the DA's office on our, uh, our aggressiveness and going after gang members. Uh, the mayor, I'm sorry, the mayor as well as the DA gave a, a interview on last week, expressing their concerns about what we were seeing in our city and how we would uh, go after any offender. Uh, and at the direction of the DA taking the lead on us yesterday, making sure that we were able to get one of our top offenders off of the. Oh, real quick, I saw this video the other day, and there was a video showing. This is why I don't like, this is the reason why I don't like white liberals. But I saw this video the other day, and it was showing the difference between Buckhead and Bankhead. How Buckhead looked and how Bankhead looked. Buckhead, immaculate lawns, beautiful homes, just beautifully, beautifully paved streets and everything else. And I can understand why they want to break off from, from Atlanta, the city of Atlanta. Because when they went to Buckhead, Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, yeah, it looked like D.P. Stokely. But guess who hanging out, though? What trash, graffiti, boarded up, built. Guess who hanging out? Old-ass black men. Nah, just old-ass, degenerate-ass black man hanging out. 
I guess we used to call them like winos in our day, right? Who just post up every morning, get their ass up every morning. We out that motherfucker at 7 o'clock in the morning, sitting down on some fucking milk cartons and crates and shit in the empty parking lot where they congregate. These niggas are like in their 50s and 60s and shit. These ain't even the young cats. These old ass men. Just hanging while shit all around them looks horrible. But let's go back to young I just I just thought about that. But you know, they want to lead. Okay. Street, uh, in partnership with them, utilizing our tactical teams, we were able to go out to the uh, individual's location and arrest him without any significant consequences to him or any other parties at the house. Uh, and so with that, I'll turn it over to the DA. Thank you, Chief Bryant. Um, today I'm joined by the Atlanta Police Chief, Chief Rodney Bryant, as well as my sheriff and our sheriff, Sheriff Patrick Labatt. Um, We are here today about a grand jury indictment that was returned um, that included not just Jeffrey Williams, which is of some notoriety and media attention, but about 28 defendants that operated within our community between the time period of 2012 and 2022. Um, it is our allegation. Man, they've been watching them niggas for 10 years, y'all. The Pope been watching and surveilling these cats since 2012. Mm. that they operated as a criminal street gang and commenced to do havoc in our community. That havoc includes um, crimes of violence, um, crimes of theft, crimes involving drugs. I've made no secret about it, nor any apology, that as the district attorney of Fulton County, my number one focus is targeting gangs. And there's a reason for that. They are committing conservatively 75 to 80% of all of the violent crime that we are seeing within our community. And so they have to be rooted out of our community. I said just a week or two ago, it does not matter what your notoriety is, what your fame is. If you come to Fulton County, Georgia, and you commit crimes, and certainly if those crimes are in furtherance of a street gang, that you are going to become a target and a focus, focus of this district attorney's office and we are going to prosecute you to the fullest extent of the law. I agree with Chief Bryant. What you see yesterday and what you will see in the upcoming months and years is the result of a lot of hard work by both the Atlanta Police Department and this office. Um, We are proud to bring forth this indictment and hopefully to bring justice to a lot of the community who was victimized through the it's unfortunate because they're getting ready to make an example out of these cats. It's real, it's real tragic. It's real fucking tragic because they're about to make an example, right or wrong or indifferent, out of these cats. Now, a lot of this shit, too, is coming from out-of-towners, too, right? It's coming from out-of-towners, too. It's some, you got the homegrown cats from the ATL, but you got a lot of cats from Chicago. You got a lot of cats from up there from New York that come on down there and bring the bullshit there, too. Even people from Cali, I would assume, too. But they're going to make an example out of these cats. 
Yeah, yeah, Oshun, that's, you know, I don't even know how I really feel about that. I'm like, I'm only going to say I don't feel no kind of way because Atlanta is an extremely black city. It's a Nubian city that always had, for the most part, since the 1970s, just from a historical standpoint that I know, I make reference from since the 1970s, and they've always had Nubian politician, police department, police sheriffs, and all that, and all that kind of stuff. One of the one of the first ones that I really knew of, you know. So, um, but I hate to see it though, because it's like you coming, you going after your own people. But somebody got to do. Hey, if these niggas not gonna regulate themselves, like I said, I agree with Brian. You needed you needed some kind of militia, some kind of armed up, you know. what I'm saying, um, folks that was. To clean up the neighborhoods. I mean, you these people know that's the only thing that that I don't like. And I'll say this about mothers when you know, and, and she like like these, you know, you know when your folks out there are doing wrong. Some shit you can control, some things you cannot control. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying if it's, if it's men out here running them up, then I think brothers need to check it. I think that's what a, that's what a man is supposed to do. That's that's just my personal uh, perspective of it all. You know, you round up your young niggas. You 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 get that energy and you transmutate that energy and tell them you got to give them something. If you want them, if you want them to stop though, you got to give them something else. You got to be able to replace what it is that they got going on out here. You gotta give them something, and this is why it's important that Nubian men become industrious again. Industrious means you build your shit, you create something on your of your own. You have to. That's the only way to do it. I mean, you gotta. The niggas gotta be industrious. They got. Everybody want to talk about manufacturing and all this shit. Well, come out there, get out there, you know, goddamn, put your chip, put your coins together as much as you can. If you got a real quick motherfucker that you actually vibe with, and you get down with, instead of smoking that blunt together, put your money together and go ahead and try to go get that a build an empty warehouse that's around the way from you, and go ahead and um, start some kind of logistics coming out of that bitch. Go get you some contracts. Nubian man has to become industrious. Industrious. What is the root word of industrious? Industry. You got to be willing to and go in and take over or and compete in industry. You going to leave all the competing to the niggas who hit balls all day and catch balls? That's the only competition that you want to participate in? Is sporting? Is the sporting realm? Well, okay. Let's finish listening to the DA. In this indictment, but more importantly, the most important thing that we are here to do is to keep this community safe, and we believe removing these 28 defendants will keep Fulton County safer. Yes, sir. The indictment's got Young Thug and a bunch of other rappers. There was one name I was actually expecting to see there that I didn't, and that's Jeff 
what I'll tell you is that as large as this indictment is, the I told my team that let's not be sexy, not, let's not overreach, let's be conservative in our approach, which is always the approach that I take. Um, and in taking that approach, 28 defendants were indicted, and they were indicted for the crimes that I believe were appropriate for this RICO indictment. Um, and so I won't speak to any person that is not named. We'll we'll ask on the different charges for the maximum penalties, and there's obviously many people that are looking at life under this indictment. You're absolutely right. These are serious times. They're serious allegations, and it is my opinion that violence in our community deserves maximum penalties. already aware we dropped an indictment not that long ago against um, YFN. Um, it is certainly a tool that I believe in, which is using RICO. I believe the reason that I believe in it as a tool is it allows juries and the communities to see the complete picture of a crime so they can truly be educated and have facts to weigh when they're making decisions. And so if you're asking, should you expect to see other RICO indictments I just want to say this. This woman sounds very thorough. These niggas are in trouble. She sounds very, very thorough. When she started talking about strategy and how you, she using Rico to lay shit out. Ooh. Ooh. I'm just saying. Don't she sound a little thorough? Like, she's like, mm. Like, she's been studying this shit for a while and how they're going to put this together. That's a problem. Because when you get a rich black bitch, start plotting and strategizing. Ooh. Most of the time, she don't miss. I'm just saying. Against under other street gang organizations? Absolutely. Two questions specific to YSL. Uh, 20-some people arrested here were named... How big is this gang? Is that a good portion of the gang you're operating in Atlanta? How long are you investigating them? Um, if you look at the indictment, the crimes that are alleged within it go all the way back from 2012 to 2022. Um, I wouldn't say that it contains every act of crime that YSL committed. Uh, it is a significant gang that operates here in Atlanta, Georgia, and not every member became um, – a defendant within this indictment, but certainly in a significant amount did, and certainly some of the leadership, which is what's most important. Ooh, I wish, I hope they got this shit gonna be like the uh, first 48. Ooh, I hope they got this documented. Because boy, when shit start going down, them niggas start telling on each other left and right. Y'all ever seen? First they be all cool, right? Niggas be like, I ain't saying shit, motherfucker, I ain't saying shit. I don't know. I, I don't know. I ain't seen nothing. Boy, they start splitting them niggas up in different rooms. They be like, Harry, Harry, he just told me. Harry, he told me that you, you went into the home. You went there. You looked at her. You saw what happened, and you walked away, Henry. Now, they've already told me this. 
They told me this already, Henry. What do you, so won't you give me your side? And then it just. She's saying all of them. What she say? Let's go back a little bit. She said, wait a minute. Within this indictment, but certainly in a significant amount did, and gang that operates here in Atlanta, Georgia. And not every member became um, a defendant within this indictment, but certainly in a significant amount did. And she said not every member became a signif- significant in this indictment. Not every member be- is involved in this indictment. So what is she saying there, right? Those are people you can pinch. Those are people who can give you more information. She's going to be like, see, we didn't put you, you ain't, you ain't really involved in this record, but we know you were there. We know you saw some things. Some of the leadership, which is what's most important. Um, we're not going to just target the children that are running out at the direction of leaders and not target leaders. Uh, the children. She said we're not going to go at the children who out here are committing crimes. Like, I, I have now, now, my uncle Corey, my uncle, my uncle did time on um, – Charges very similar for conspiracy. My uncle went to prison for what they called, um, I mean, because that's a part y'all don't know about about me. I'm 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 called a civilian in my family because my family is is heavy in them in them streets in in in, in Oakland and um, have been for many many years. And um, my uncle went to prison because that he was seen as inciting. Young people incite with his with his mouth inciting youngsters to go commit crimes, and they and they and he went to prison for a period of time just for that. Never did anything himself, but be under the direction or because of what he said. He they said he he incite youngsters to terrorize the community. That's what she was just saying in a nutshell. He said, we're not trying to get all, you know, we're not trying to get all the babies that's out here breaking in the houses and cars and all that other shit that they're doing, but they're doing it under the direction of, right? Because that's usually how criminal organizations go. They they use the youngsters because they'll get so-called juvenile time. Certainly a significant amount did, and certainly just target the children that are running out at the direction of leaders and not target leaders. How much did social media music play a role in bringing Social media is a wonderful tool for prosecutors in every indictment we bring nowadays. She said social media is a significant tool that we use for DAs every day because they can't help themselves. Nigga, folks, nigga, you got to be seen so bad that they run and jump and they and because they want to document everything. They want to document 
everything. Look what I got down. Look at this stack to my ear. Look at this shit over here. Did either get you murdered or is getting you locked up because of your vanity, because you're so vain, because you are so vain, all the shit you documented is being straight tallied, calculated, and used as a piece of the puzzle to, to you know, a piece to, to, to create the whole puzzle. Because the only thing they got to go is go look at somebody's picture or go look at a live and say, did you see that? Did you Did you see that thing over there that was sitting right on the back of the table? Did you see him on the live? This is the po- police, y'all. Did you see that, that thing sitting right there on the table? That was missing from the crime scene. This is what they said that they took. It'd be little shit like that. These niggas will be having shit that they took from crimes, showing it on live, something that they wore that was actually caught on a ring, right, because everybody got cameras these days, clothing, all that shit. They tied it up, meaning that they got identifiable markings on them. So, nigga, even when you hide your face, your tat is so big along your forearm, now that's an identifiable marking. So, all they got to go do is look at that live that you was on the other day. And then go look at that, that, that cam, that dash cam or that camcorder inside of that place you ran up in. It, now we got you. Social media is a wonderful tool for prosecutors in every indictment we bring nowadays. I believe that people in that neighborhood and at every corner of Fulton County deserve to be safe, even if it is financially lower, socially, economically. You know, I don't think that that belief part of the community should be left behind. Um, me and the mayor and the police chief have talked about the fact that Cleveland in our community is referred to as Bleveland, that it is somewhere where just violence occurs, where they're marking up territory, blood territory. Um, it's horrible. And you're absolutely right. That community deserves to be safe, and we are hoping that this helps to keep them safe. Um, well, I, I won't step outside of my lane. I am the district attorney of Fulton County. I am not the sheriff. I have great confidence in the sheriff. Um, he knew that this was coming as a law enforcement partner, and I believe that he is well prepared, but you'd have to speak to him to make sure that everyone within his facility is safe. In effect. Uh, 
Um, this issue's been ruled on by the courts. Um, I knew that that question was coming. Um, I believe in the First Amendment. It's one of our most precious rights. However, the First Amendment does not protect people from prosecutors using it as evidence if it is such. In this case, we put it as overt and predicate acts in the RICO count because we believe that's exactly what it is. And, and, and see, that's the new thing with the hip hop cats. This is this is the new shit. These niggas talk about their crimes in the raps. These niggas are specific about crimes that are being committed on wax. They do this out here in the bay. That literally Bay Area rappers, these young idiots out here in out in the Bay, so I know they're getting it from somewhere, so they're getting it from all these other cats from around. They literally talk about a real crime that was perpetrated and put it in the rap lyrics. Oh, I blast that nigga on 23rd, 4th and Street. Saw that nigga, had to, had to get a meet, signed that nigga. I'm so, I mean, literally, they're rapping about the crime. We coming for you, nigga, on 235. Trade gang coming, nigga, riding your by. Oh, this is what they doing. So that's also going to get them in trouble when it comes to the, that First Amendment shit. Because if they can literally, if you literally name somebody, name a person that maybe is deceased, and you rap about him, and you might implement your dog. My dog really had to get that nigga silly. Blew his cat back now looking for the drilly. All that shit, they're going to use it. I, I don't know how much they're going to be able to hide behind their lyrics and say that that was just entertainment. I mean, literally, I, like I said, these Bay Area rappers, like these local niggas, they do it real bad and real stupid out here, literally, go pull up um, uh, Bay Area, uh, they got stupid shit, I can't even think, I don't even know the gang names or whatever they call them out here, we don't have Bloods and Crip, but they got, we got turfs out here, and spots and turfs and shit like that, right, and um, and they literally call themselves like 1915 and they're they're literally telling on on themselves constantly about crimes that they are committing. What's the last thing you prosecuted in Rico case? Was that the ATF case? This office? No. Since I've been here as the district attorney, um, I think we've indicted probably four or five Ricos at this point. So it's a tool I use. First of all, good afternoon. I believe both uh, Madam DA and, and Chief Bryant are um, really raising the level of consciousness in what we're doing within Fulton County, and certainly they, they deserve our appreciation. With respect to the specific question as to safety and so many people being brought in, we are housing them accordingly uh, to include other facilities. 
So I encourage everyone to uh, really download the Shares app if you want to know specifically where individuals are, and we will you'll be accommodated accordingly. Sure. So I, I got these guidelines. There was there was an element of it where they were talking about uh, Octavius Greer meeting with an inmate, where the inmate had a cell phone that was confidential. Uh, but it was clear from the indictment that you had been, or that all of you had been monitoring that conversation. But it leads me to ask the question you're probably not going to answer. So I did have an opportunity to read your editorial uh, in, uh, that you posted in, in the Buckhead um, blog or whatever it was from that perspective. And so you're right. I'm not going to answer that. Appreciate it. We'll leave that to Madam D.A. Um. You know, and I do not have that exact number. I can tell you approximately 10 were already in custody. Um, I believe as of last night, we had arrested at least three as of last night. I expect to see more arrests today and in the upcoming weeks, but I'm realistic. It's probably going to take the next two weeks to get everyone in custody. Short answer, Michael. He's not in custody. Okay. I mean, as much as he had representatives call me last night directly, so we'll we'll muddle through that piece and, and let you know. And again, download the sheriff's app. Make sure. It's great. Yes. Sir. And and that's a, a great question, and, and I appreciate you taking the time to come visit us a couple of weeks ago. To that extent, based on some of the things that we found, we've already begun new. Yes, Darian, I remember that they got they got Magdre and them and his crew called the Romper Room Gang. It was called the Romper Room Gang. Them niggas was uh, robbing banks and rapping. Okay, I remember that very well. Procedures, and so the opportunity for us to maintain safety is is paramount. Thank you. In this business, I'm certain that there will be some people that won't volunteer to come into custody. Um, there is no concern that somebody will escape being arrested. One last question, I'm sorry. How significant was the arrest of Christian Eppinger with regard to the timeline of this indictment? Like, I have been looking at it where that arrest set off a 30 day clock. But I'm reasonably certain you were looking at what I saw before all of this. Is that a time situation where you wanted to get this done? No. There was long ago a time sensitive um, importance or significance to this particular case. Um, I was a prosecutor, as you know, for 
16 years, four months, and four days in this office. Um, the murder of Donovan Thomas and violence like Atlanta has never seen. Um, it was a goal of my predecessor and any person or prosecutor in this office um, to make sure that that family received justice because everyone is entitled to justice. Um, was a commitment I made from the first day I walked into this office. Very shortly after me becoming the DA, I sat down with Mr. Thomas's mother and I made her a promise that her son was as valuable as any other person within our community and that I would put resources on this case and that I would do everything I could to make sure that her son had justice. And yesterday was a proud day for me. Mm. I don't believe any. That's it, y'all. Young thug. And uh, in crew, it's unfortunate. It re- it's real unfortunate, though. Cause you, you, you don't like to see that shit go down with uh, the Newman brothers, man. But um, they're going to be made, like I said, they're going to make an example um, out of them. Because um, Johnny Cochran ain't around no more. Johnny Cochran was able to get niggas like Puffy and Jay-Z and all them out of they, they crimes that they committed. Jeffrey Williams Jr. was arrested Monday on a 56-count racketeering indictment. That indictment alleges his YSL record label is a criminal street gang that has committed murder, assault, and threats of violence. Good day's Mark Teichner has our developing story. He joins us live from the Fulton County Jail, and that's where Young Thug is being held. Mark, good morning. Yeah, being held waiting for that first court appearance tentatively set for 11.30 this morning uh, as uh, these charges are extremely detailed and very, very serious. You're looking at Young Thug's mugshot. The Fulton County District Attorney claims the rapper, whose real name is Jeffrey Williams Jr., is part of a gang that used violence, drugs, and even murder to make money. life charged with racketeering he also faces criminal street gang charges the 88 page 56 count indictment lists more than 180 acts YSL members allegedly committed going back to January 2013 Williams name comes up 35 times including allegedly renting a car that was used in a murder making terroristic threats while being kicked out of perimeter mall receiving stolen guns possession with intent to distribute meth, hydrocodone, and marijuana when he was arrested by Brookhaven police, and being part of a traffic stop in which police found numerous weapons, including an AK-47 with a 30-round magazine. The indictment claims Williams used his music, videos, and social media posts to spread YSL's power and territory. According to the indictment, YSL started in 2012 in the Cleveland Avenue area of southeast Atlanta, but has spread since then. YSL is accused of being affiliated with the Bloods gang. The indictment says its members identify themselves by using hand signals, tattoos, and clothing with YSL or slime written on them, and often wear red for Bloods, green for slime. And Young Thug isn't the only local rapper who is facing charges. 
uh, charged with racketeering. Uh, at this point, though, uh, the folks here at the Fulton County Jail have not said it. Uh, at this point, though, uh, the folks here at the Fulton County who is facing charges in this indictment, uh, Gunna also is being charged with racketeering. Uh, at this point, though, uh, the folks here at the Fulton County Jail have not said if he has been booked in or not. Now, this uh, hearing for Young Thug will take place this morning at 1130. As you can imagine, Fox 5 will be there, and we'll let you know how it plays out later on in the day. Reporting live from the Fulton County Jail, I'm Mark Teichner for Good Day Atlanta. I hate that shit. I do. I, it's just unfortunate, man. But, you know, if if they if they got any kind of showing any money was funneled by way of his his rap funds, he's fucked. You know, if they if, if they can get any money showing money that came from his rap proceeds, him doing shows and everything else, he's fucked. I, I, it's fucked up. It's fucked up, but you know, these niggas, you know. Can't he, you can't you continue to terrorize communities, man, and, and think you're going to skirt forever. That's why I said I wish our, our own men would do it. I wish they would do it. If they, if you handle, if, our, if the brothers in the hood could handle this shit, this, it wouldn't be going down like this. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't go down like this, man. But, you know. Right. True indeed, uh, Ethereum. You know that, that that gang culture is a real thing. I know it's a real thing. I mean, like I said, I got family in it. They still they still do it. They still hang heavy here, out out this way. They do consider themselves family. You know, they consider themselves family, and um, you know, it's, it's a trip. I. I was. I'm. I have one. Some of my cousins who are my age, a little bit older, 45, 46. A lot of them were fortunate enough that they turned their lives around. They became family guys and stuff, but they still be out there. Now they just ride motorcycles, and now they look like motorcycle gangs. But they just wear their um. They just ride bikes on the weekend, but. They better be doing right there because the niggas and people gonna be looking at their ass too. You know, gotta check your bands. You gotta check your folks. But yeah, but that's that though. That's um, that's a big thing. And so, you you wonder are are um these youngsters going to take heed? Take heed to what they're watching. Um, I think a couple of them have already. Um, I heard um, what's that boy who really can't rap, but they love him. That Kodak Black boy erased his entire Instagram. He just erased his entire Instagram, and um, and now he's going to school. He cut his locks, Ib. He cut his locks. He cut his locks out of his head. And now you say you're going to school. And we know, well, yeah, we'll see. Right? We'll see if it's the real deal for or whatever. But 
um, I think that's um, I think that's a, a preventative. I think he took some preemptive shit. He so they didn't learn when Pop Smoke got smoked, when Nipsey got smoked. Nigga, when Tupac was shot. That's all because of gang affiliates, affiliation. Young people live with that, um, what is it called, personal fable. Now, it ain't going to happen to me. I know the baby shaking in his motherfucking boots, both of them baby, little baby, duh baby. You're not going to be able to redo death row and think it's going to go down okay. Because to me, that's all what these niggas be mocking is that shit that they saw happen or the legend of death row records and all them gang affiliate niggas, all them bloods and crips that was on the record label and you saw how all that turned out. Reggie Wright in prison. All of you saw how that turned out. And so these youngsters wanted to emulate all that stuff, and now you got RICO indictments getting handed out left and right. And so if you know they're doing this in Atlanta, it's only going to be a matter of time before other law enforcement around the country and do the same thing if they're not already doing it, but they just haven't whipped it out yet. I expect to see that shit go down in the Bay. It's going to go down in Chicago. It's going to go down in New York. Atlanta just laid down the blueprint. You said they're going to have a hard time in Chicago? Why you say that? Why you you say they're going to have a hard time in Chicago? Mob City. And so is New York, though. Shit, you know. Shit, the Bay Area, Mob, all them port towns and shit like that. It only takes one, though, Ethereum. That's the whole thing. It only takes one. They got the Genovese family. That shit there is wild, man. But let's move on. More karmatic shit that's going down and around is happening. A man dies of a heart attack while burying a woman that he strangled. Oh, holla. Man dies of a heart attack while he was burying a woman he strangled. I think Mother Nature might just be really on the warpath these days. Yeah, I.B., this nigga strangles a woman, put her in in, in several bags, goes to the backyard, starts to bury her, and has a heart attack right there, dies on the... The, the ditch that he's digging falls the fuck out. <laughs> I know she was like, yeah, nigga. That's what you, come on. 
Now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? And it ain't going it ain't just it ain't just men. It's hitting bitches too. Mother is sentenced to thirty years in prison for allowing her thirteen year old daughter to be married to a forty seven year old man who calls himself a Hebrew Israelite. Get her ass too. Takes her daughter to the gynecologist. The little girl is clearly having vaginal problems. The doctor asks, what is the problem? The little girl says, I was having sex with my husband. I've been having sex with my husband. Her husband, a 47-year-old self-proclaimed Hebrew Israelite, and so was the mama. She gets 30. He gets 20 years. But this is what these cats want you to do to your daughters. Won't you prep your daughters to be wise, is what they say. Prep your daughters to be wise, is what they say. I got a 13-year-old daughter. I have a 13-year-old. She need to get it once them doors close. She need to get it from all the other mothers that are in those prisons. She need to get it too. She need to be touched up and roughed up for putting her daughter through that misery. This really lets you know that we really are going through that universal galactical change in energy out here Fuck with them white folks talking about what they transhumanism and they're trying to recreate, you know, um, and change this reality with nanotech and all that. Mother Nature is taking care of some business right now. I'm just waiting for them to get the rest of these old fuckers, like Fauci. And the rest of these old fucks. That's what I'm ready. I'm just waiting on that. Can you can you do that? Maybe if I get angry enough, they can go get the rest of these old fuckers up out of here. Cause I'm tired of them. I'm tired of his face. I'm tired of hearing his voice. Motherfucker just pop his ugly ass, rodent looking head. Every other. You know, a couple of months he pop out. Look what they're doing to these children. Now you have a mysterious pediatric hepatitis outbreak. What? A worldwide mysterious pediatric hepatitis outbreak in children. Hepatitis. Usually reserved for drug addicts. Uh, you know, people who've been alcoholics their entire lives, who get cirrhosis of the liver. Now it's in children. According to The Hill, a number of unexplained pediatric hepatitis cases have recently sprung up around the world. 
stumping health experts and authorities. The Centers of Disease Controls and Prevention reported at least over 109 cases have been detected in America alone. The CDC has also confirmed five deaths and 14% of the patients having received liver transplants. Babies, y'all. The median age of the children in the U.S. found with this unexplained cases are at around the age of 2 years old, 8 years old, 12 and 13. In young children, hepatitis and inflammation of the liver is often caused by viral infections and adenovirus, a very common pathogen found in children, has been detected in more than half of these cases. So the connection has yet to be established. So why are you reporting it? If it's yet to be established, why are you reporting it? Oh, you want to make it look. You're going to make an assumption about what this is. You're going to make an assumption about what's causing this because you you haven't made a connection. So we got to make it look like it's something that it ain't. Endovirus infections typically present as inflammation of the lungs or stomach. However, a connection between the virus and liver inflammation is not unheard of, particularly among immunocompromised people. Normal um, hygienic measures such as washing the hands are effective at limiting the spread of endovirus. You know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like these, these mothers out here, these dumb mothers out here allowing them to um, hit their children up with the hepatitis shot, and, and they always making new batches all the time. These these um these pharma companies are always making new forms of it, and um like you got a bad batch out there, just a bad batch floating around, kind of like um, oxycontin, some bad shit or some fentanyl. You got a bad dose out here, and it's fucking up children. It says the situation continues to evolve. I bet you does. Here are five things you should know about pediatric hepatitis. I never who, – who knew children – did anybody know any children that's getting hepatitis around here? Wow. They're crazy. Real crazy. But you know. That's what you got going on. At the same time, he just pulled Johnson and Johnson, almost basically shut it down, took it off the thing. But for shit, we already knew. The things we already knew that it was causing large cases of inflammation and large clots of blood clots and everything else. It's only a matter of time for the rest of that shit to come out and start really start fucking with these people. But this is what we said was going to happen, did we not? We we said that in in the coming years, a whole bunch of people are going to get sick. And those companies have um, legal immunity and plausible deniability. I repeat, they got immunity and plausible deniability. So as all these people start to get sick as the years roll on, 
two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years from now, and motherfuckers start getting tragically ill, they can always say, well, there's no correlation. There's not really any correlation to jabs that they took. There's no way to link it. That's the kind of shit they're going to be saying. All right? This shit here is wild. Mm-hmm. But that's just some of the stuff that you got going on. Just a little bit. <clears throat> but let's get into this. Um, I want to get into um, the silent weapon for a quiet war because it's things like this that we got going on out here, out in these streets. Silent Weapon for a Quiet War. I'm going to drop this for y'all just in case y'all want to read along. This is the original document, if you like. All right. So I'm going to start on page six. Silent Weapons for a Quiet War. You're going to jump off into it. In 1952, the original grant period terminated and a high-level high meeting of the elite was held to determine the next phase of social operation research. The Harvard Project has been very fruitful as it was born out of the publication of some of, of its results in 1953, suggesting the feasibility of an economic social engineering. Studies in the structure of the American economy Copyrighted 1953 by Wassily Leontief, International Study Book. Engineered in the last half decade of the 1940s, the, the now quiet war machine stood, so to speak, in sparkling gold-plated hardware on the showroom floor by 1954. And the reason why we're touching on this is because they so good with it, they don't never really change their tactics. They don't. They don't have to switch it up because people are so oblivious to any of those things. Our great-grandparents were alive in 1950. They were in their 30s most of the time, right? They were like in their, in their 30s in the 1950s. Not too many of our grandparents was up on this shit. Our great-grandparents, it wouldn't be our grandparents. It would be our great, would it be our grandparents? Or, no, it would be our grandparents, right? 30s in the 1950s, yeah, they weren't, they weren't up on, on, on this social engineering that was happening to them. So with the creation of the, oh, I can't read that, something in 1954, the promise of unlocking unlimited sources of fusion, atomic energy from the heavy hydrogen in seawater, and the um, consequence availability of unlimited social power became the possibility only decades ago. The combination was irresistible. The quiet war was quietly, quietly declared by the international elite in a meeting held in 1954. Although the silent weapons system was nearly exposed 13 years later, so 13 years later would be 1967. The evolution of the new weapons system has never suffered any major setbacks. This volume marks the 25th anniversary of the beginning of the Quiet War. Already, this domestic war has had many victories, 
on many fronts throughout the war. Political introduction. In 1954, it was well recognized that those in positions of authority, that it was only a matter of time, only a few decades before the general public would be able to grasp the upset, the cradle of power for the very element of the new silent weapon technology, whereas uh, accessible for the public utopia, wait, for a public utopia as they were providing a private utopia, right? That's kind of like this shit now. They want to um, they want to make it look like this is what the Great Reset is. The Great Reset is is made to look like a um, a public utopia. Everybody's going to be equal. Everybody's going to have shared interests. Um, everybody's going to have accessibility to health care, to education, to uh, equity within society. That is the face of a public utopia. But when, in fact, behind closed doors, these motherfuckers is going into space. You already heard. That's what the transhumanism is for. I don't, cause I don't really think they, they really want. They're not really gonna give niggas or any of um, everyday people that that real technology that can really enhance life. I think they're gonna use that technology to create these people to become robotic. And to become obedient, pass it off as a public utopia while they live privately in a private utopia. This is why you have to watch um, Atlas Shrugged. Watch Atlas Shrugged, the movie. A lot of people don't like um, Anne Rand. She was the girlfriend of one of the um, Rockefellers, if I'm not mistaken, but she's a former Russian um, expat who came to America and talked about individualism and why collectivism is a terrible thing. It will stump out any – and it's kind of – it's like the battle still rages today, whether you like her or not, whether you say she was a part of the diabolical plan or not. Her shit made sense to me because when you are able to pursue yourself in an individual way, meaning the self, for the self, by the self, which is actually right knowledge, teachings, you are better off and society is better off when you're able to have that level of free pursuit for the self, by the self, for the self. This is what these people who screen that collectivity don't understand, and they don't overstand it. They don't. They don't get it at all. You can't have a collective, um, a collective prosperous situation until individually you've been able to reach that. I believe that. That's my belief. I could be wrong, but that's how I see things. Because if you ain't got what I got on the line, and if you haven't matured and you haven't revolved, I don't want to use the word evolve, but revolve into a person of intellect and you, you know, you're looking at all the possibilities of what can be and go wrong and shit like that. If you're not out there hurrying and correcting yourself, even when you stumble and fall and fuck up and make bad decisions, your, your, your liability and your dangerous. Um, and then most of the time, you're going to, if you're on that collective shit, you'll fuck up what I got. That's what people who are about collective, collectivism don't 
don't get. Because the people minds ain't right. So you can't have no level of coming together in any type of level of collectivity because people are mentally fucked up. But that, again, you won't, but they don't want you to discover yourself. That's what, but they want to create this fake-ass public utopia, as it says. And this is the political introduction. And how is this fake-ass utopia being thrown out right now? It's being thrown out through the political realm. The political realm, what we watching out here, right? The infrastructure bill, how they tucking all that bullshit inside of the infrastructure bill. It is social engineering and social constructing. Making you get rid of all your electri- uh, your, your gas guzzling um, things. You can't, in California, they about to get rid of, you can't even own a gas, you can't even own a gas lawnmower. You can't have a gas weed eater. You can't have a gas uh, blower, leaf blower. In a minute, in a couple of years, you can't have nothing that that's with gas. They're trying to create, they're trying to get rid of any type of, um, any alternative type of energy outside of what they deem is that you can have. People don't remember, but in Oregon, you couldn't even collect rainwater. They're trying to tell you, you can't even get the water out the sky. And was finding people who collected rainwater and had filtration systems going through and under their homes. And you're going to need that because water wars can be a real thing. We see it in some other parts of um, Africa and some other places where they're trying to privatize the waterways. This is the shit that they don't talk about. They're trying to privatize the water. There's a cartoon movie called, um, God damn it, what is it called? I can't think of it now. But the motherfucker was privatizing air. People thought it was funny. It can be done in some way, shape, or form. Because they have fucked up the outside so bad that they lived inside of this created dome-like situation. I forget what that cartoon was movie. So it's a. I don't think it's a Disney. It's just a um, Pixar movie, though. But I can't remember what it's called. The issue of the primary concern that the um, that of dominance revolved around the subject of the energy sciences. Energy is recognized as the key to all activity on Earth. See, I ain't even read this, and I just told you how they're trying to control the energy. Through politics, through through political um, policy, this is what ESG is: the Great Reset, right in your face. Energy is recognized the key to all activity on Earth. Natural science is the study of the source the sources and control of natural energy. And social science, theoretically expressed as economics, social science, study of the sources 
and control of social energy. I was saying the control of the people, social energy. How we get these motherfuckers in the fervor? Look what they just did with the abortion situation. They know that's going to get all that social energy out there in the streets right now behind really nothing. Really nothing. Only thing that the Supreme Court said with this, this abortion shit is it needs to be taken care of by the states. That's all they did was throw it back to the states, get it out of the federal realm, right? Because if you really look at Roe v. Wade, it was actually a, a poor ruling based on private um, privacy, medical privacy, all right? And they did what you're supposed to do, which is they basically said, we'll let the people in the states take care of all their all that shit. That's how a um, federal, uh, what we call that shit, what we call this, um, a republic is supposed to go, meaning that the states have individual sovereignty to a certain extent. See, Congress and them ain't really supposed to really be doing nothing. When Congress people, Nancy Pelosi, Bernie Sanders, all these fuckers up here, we go to the right, all these senators, and they're not supposed to really be doing much of anything. They are supposed to be taking instructions from the state legislature that was voted in by the people of that state, that they are those federal representatives of the people of the state. So they are supposed to be directing and telling the people who go to Congress this is what we need you to do. This is what you're supposed to bring home to the state so we can handle business here. People forgot how government is totally set up. They're not supposed to be operating anything from the federal level. The federal level is just here to adhere and to make sure that, um, you know, uh, basic, um, um, like, Bill of Rights and all that shit is all intact. Really? Let me open up this mic, man. Come on in there, Mr. Lowry. What's what's happening, Mr. Lowry's in the building? Hey, great. You know, I'm great to hear you, Neff. How are you? I'm doing great. How you doing this evening? Uh man, pretty uh pretty, 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 pretty busy day, you know, running a little bit behind on you. But I hear you, oh, you warmed it up really nicely, you know what I'm saying? Know your rights, right? But it's good to be with the family. Again, on oh, another sure. one. Yeah, they just, people forget how government's supposed to work, man. They really do. Yeah, man. They're running a scam on people. They, they, they done took a non-issue. And um, exactly what you said, like mm-hmm. uh, Congress don't have no jurisdiction over that. Okay. You know, the, 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 the draft ruling is absolutely correct. It does not stop anything. What it said Nothing. was that's an issue of the state. The, the, the Fed has no authority to determine how a state through their legislators, you know, deem to uh, uh, impose their laws and establish their laws. Right. This whole thing about Congress voted down, they knew that it was going to be voted down. Yeah, all this that's is all for sure. Sham. 
That's All of this is to get people riled up. They're going yeah. to mix this issue with the LGBT issue, and then somewhere <laughs> around June and July, we're going to get a police to shoot somebody, mix it all together, and use all of that for a cover because they intend on stealing the elections again. Right. So all of this is just cover. So when they steal the election, people will have the erroneous assumption that uh, they had some measure of support because of Roe versus Wade, that they tied right. to LGBTQ, that they're going to tie right. to the tried and true racial issue, when in fact they do not have the support. And all of this is just a cover to steal the election. Mm-hmm. And that's what's about to go down, or they're going to attempt to. Yeah, attempt to. Yeah, yeah. And they gonna probably get away with it too. <laughs> that's the unfortunate part. They probably gonna get away with it too. And uh, you know, in the black community, we triple screwed because we can't even see through. We can't see the forest from the trees. Mm. Right. So, so, so we're buried under three levels of some bullshit. All right, so the the chances of us digging out of that those three levels of bullshit we're under is close to nil at this point. But these people, you know, they're they're, they're playing games. They're censoring people. They're raising these issues that aren't really issues, just like you stated, uh, mm-hmm. as I just heard, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's a shame that you would think that after four or five years of obvious bullshit being revealed to the people, that the vast majority will be able to see through this stuff. You know, um, these are our representatives. I, I, I was speaking tonight right. at a GOP okay. event, and we have to stop letting these people put us in the box by defining the issues that they deem is important. Now, if you want to sit in your council seat or your legislator and make hundreds of thousands of tax dollars, then you have to make a uh, pitch according to what we the people want. They don't define the issues. But if you look at how this thing is going down, we have allowed them to define what the issues should be. So in your average black community, school, uh, we're going to mm-hmm. improve the schools. Now, they left the part out that if you're in one of those blue areas, in order for your child to go to school, they got to take the shot. They, they left that part out. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to give you more money and skill training and development. That's not even government responsibility, right? That's our responsibility to make something of ourselves. So uh, they're defining the issues. That issue then puts everything in the box. But the thing that is important to everybody ain't nobody talking about. Mm. All across the nation, when people are going through these primaries in the midterms, the general here in D.C., we're flip-flop. But when we're going through these midterms, these people ain't talking about things that's important. Right. 
Mm-hmm. I'm, there are people paying four dollars for a loaf of bread. That's important if you happen to eat bread. That's important. Right. What are we going to do about the gas prices? What are we going to do about this electric bill? What are we going to do about bringing the gas prices down? What are we going to do about my fall one has probably lost all of his fucking value over the past two weeks? What are we going to do about that? But nobody is talking about those issues. We're talking about some damn roll fucking versus weight. And that's the con. You know, that's the con. And as long as people put up with the con, the longer we'll have to, you know, uh, deal with it. We can be apathetic all we want to. And then you can have that crew out there that says, well, politics isn't that important. And that's what's got us in this position now because these people are trying to, 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 to establish a state-controlled federal government. That's communism. Mm. That's Russia. And it may be cute now to some people, but it ain't going to be cute when we wake up and find ourselves back on the same goddamn plantation that we claim to want to be off. So that's where it is today, right? That That's where it is. This, this has to go back down to the individual, you know, where, where each individual is at. Uh, and then you just go according to, you know, where you're at in this thing. Can't sit on the sideline. I can, I can hear the argument for sitting on the sideline. But if you mm-hmm. sit on the sideline, that's giving them carte blanche to do the shit that they're doing now. And and the, it's true. The, 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 and, and, and and we're leaving the red states vulnerable because it spreads. They just don't steal elections in Philadelphia. They steal elections in Florida. They they damn near stole it in Texas. They steal it in North Carolina. So mm-hmm. if we don't stand up and hold the line in one place leaves those other places extremely vulnerable. That Roe versus Wade thing is a big farce. You know, they, they, they said January 6th was an insurrection, and people went for that lie. I was there. I saw the movie set. I saw almost a million people out there on January 6th, and they just kept looping mm-hmm. over a video of 100 or so out there doing what the fuck they was paid to do anyway, and that's an mm. insurrection. But now they're around burning up. they starting up the burn fest fast. I guess they started early now. <laughs> they're burning up everything. Where's the insurrection? Mm. You know, the Biden started the Ministry of Truth. Do people know what that means? That now they can criminalize freedom of expression. That's what they're headed towards. This one right here is the mother of all. It's screw 2024. In the next five months, folks, buckle the hell up. <laughs> That's all I can say. 
Buckle up, huh? Yeah, it's going to be wild. Because the they're going to be throwing up. You like economics, right? Right now? The, yes, yes, the, yes, yes. The, yes, the, yes, the yes. financial markets across the board, the NASDAQ, the, the Dow Jones, the S&P. I mean, this this damn thing is dropping 900 points one day. Now, if you remember 900 points, <laughs> that's jumping off a of roof status. And this that's is a good one. 20-some percent drop? What is that? Is that over 20 percent? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the money goes, mm-hmm. there goes everything else, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. There goes everything else. Uh, so we're in a very uh, interesting time, and it's going to get um, interesting because we're under the chokehold of a group of old school ideologues trying to push it off as something new, but they just don't want to get the fuck out the way. True. They don't want to get out of the way. It's wild. Yeah. I mean, and it's, yeah. And, and, I mean, and, 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 and they about, they about to put the squeeze on the economy. It's coming. The sonium is coming. I don't know if they're going to blame it on, but it's, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming, man. Come on. How did all the infamil gone? What right. up, Don? Don is in the building. Don we'll Nicole is gone. We'll have to do all the infamil. <laughs> how the fuck all the infamil? How how all the now now last week it was was bad was 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 getting bad. This week it ain't none of that shit on the show. Mm. I think that might be a slight precursor to some other shit they just might stop. Have it on the shelves. It's a possibility. I ain't trying to spread no fear, nothing like that. I'm not into fear mongering. I'm just saying. You well, mean to tell me all the infamil comes from right. overseas? Is it, I didn't know infamil came from. I thought I thought right. infamil was made by Nestle, the Nestle company. You know, like when you used to go to the doctor's office and shit, and they would have this the display of infamil and shit like that in the doctor's office. Mm-hmm. When you would go to the doctor's right. office, they had a little display. Mm-hmm. I swore that thing said Nestle, like the Nestle company. That's an American company. Mm-hmm. How the fuck they don't have no no infamil on the fucking shelf? That's crazy. What happened to the infamil? That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, for real. Good, I mean, because they've been selling infamil. What's that, Similac? Is the other one? Yeah, Similac. For a long time. Uh, yeah, that, it's a, for a long Kobe. time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for a long time. Mm-mm. Yeah, I think but that is, yeah. I found an interesting tidbit, though. Um, Bill Gates. Let me see if I can pull up Facebook real quick. Bill Gates. Oh, he, Bill Gates said group, it's coming. Yeah, he, he said it's coming. They have billions, okay? They have invested billions in this synthetic, uh, in this synthetic uh, 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 baby formula. Yeah. Uh, so that hit the news today. Uh, that may have 
something to do with it. They have this. I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up now, but they have this. Wait, 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 say it again. That that synthetic? Bill Gates and them, they have made a huge investment in you, synthetic. You lie. You lie. Yeah, I'm trying to pull it up Bill now. Bill Gates um, has a synthetic baby formula that they bought to bring to the market. Oh, it's a wrap. Oh, yeah. Lord. Yes. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. A synthetic baby formula. We already yeah. knew it was all soyed out to begin with. What's the difference between what making synthetic and soy? What, what is the, what's in the synthetic? If it ain't soy, we already knew that shit was soy, but what's synthetic? Oh, so they um genetically modifying the baby yeah. formula. Get it all off the shelf. Let's say there's a shortage. We can bring the synthetic shit, and now just they ain't going to inoculate their babies mm-hmm. with our vaccine. They'll feed their babies the synthetic mRNA. Yeah. Because they did say, remember they was trying to make some vaccine, talking about let's make it with salad. Right. You can just do put it in the salad and do it in food, and they'll take this shit. They about to start with these fools' babies. Synthetic. Well, I got to see that. Come, give me something, Mr. Larry. I'm, I'm, I'm having a problem. What do I need to type? I'm having a problem. Google Bill Gates invest billions in synthetic baby formula. Oh, my gosh. And you'll see, you'll we'll see the article we'll come right up because I'm having problems. What's his name? Bill Gates. Gates creates synthetic baby formula. Let's see what we get. <clears throat> yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay, good. Oh mm-hmm. my God, Becky. Look at this shit. It's like Bill Gates backs a company now pushing bio milk as baby formula now. <laughs> God damn. Mm-hmm. Bio milk. They got something for the everybody. Mm-hmm. Bio milk. Bio milk. Hey, what he did he do? He put oh, what? Man. Three points. I'm tired of this nigga. Can somebody, billion? Mother Nature, listen, listen to me. I'm asking you. Can you do me a solid? Can you take this motherfucker out like now? Mm-hmm. Can you remove his protective hedge that he has around him and mm-hmm. get this motherfucker out, please? I beg you. Synthetic. Can you get rid of baby this milk. motherfucker? Bio milk. Let's see what this is. Hold on. It's, I, mean, I think it's a video, Mr. Larry. Making mother's milk. Oh, oh, from Cary, North Carolina. It's her job to help parents breastfeed. But even for a professional, 
this is harder than it looks. I was like, oh, I'm a mother baby nurse. I've got this. Like, I've taught moms how to breastfeed. Surely I'll, I'll be fine. Well, I realized I only knew, like, the first two to three days. And then from then on, I mean, things change. Oh, yeah. Biologist Leela Strickland knows how that feels. In 2000... What do you mean things change? Your fucking kitties hurt. Your nipples hurt. That's what happens. The first couple of days, your shit hurt. Yes, it hurts. It hurts like a motherfucker. It hurts bad. The baby's going to suck those nipples raw. And it's going to be hurt to the touch. But as most of us do, we just suck it up. Wait until our nipples create that second layer of toughness, which they do. And you just, and you're fine after that. What you mean it's hard? She, she a lactation consultant. I didn't know you had to really teach women how to breastfeed, but okay. Kind of natural. Just instinctively know that you put your titty in your child's mouth, but... Yeah, me too, Oshun. Did it three times. Two years apiece for each child. Until they was two. I had big babies on my titties. <laughs> my baby's standing up. My baby's standing up still sucking my titties. Okay, I remember that. I remember uh, diamonds and fire liners. It was taking me a long time to uh, wean uh, my daughter. <laughs> it was like... Get that girl off your titty. Anybody <laughs> still got that girl on your titty? Oh, man, it took her a long time to, um, for me to wean her. But uh, eventually did. It, yeah, it's a, it's a mug when, when your walking child just can come up and pull up your shirt. Okay. Um, the, oh, let's listen again. Courtney Miller is a mom of two and lactation consultant from Cary, North Carolina. It's her job to help parents breastfeed. But even for a professional, this is harder than it looks. I was like, oh, I'm a mother baby nurse. I've got this. Like, I've taught moms how to breastfeed. Surely I'll, I'll be fine. Well, I realized I only knew, like, the first two to three days. And then from then on, I mean, things change. Oh, yeah. Biologist Leela Strickland knows how that feels. In 2009, she struggled to make enough breast milk for her child and had to rely on formula. Strickland wondered if she could create an alternative in the lab, one that's a lot more like mother's milk. What would this mean for mothers and fathers and babies uh, if you could produce human milk outside the body? Over 10 years later, Strickland is getting closer to finding out. She co-founded Biomilk to develop cell culture technology. It's the same kind of process used to make lab-grown meat. But Biomilk is culturing human milk-making cells. We're collecting cells from two different sources, right. the milk and from the tissue. That milk contains many of the beneficial fats and proteins you normally only get from breast, Strickland says. It's the first step towards a potential solution for parents who can't breastfeed their babies or access donated milk. But Biomilk is still a long way off from selling a product. At least three years, Strickland says. First, biomilk needs to grow mammary cells at a much larger scale at a lower cost and convince regulators that the product is safe for our most vulnerable humans, Strickland says. Even if biomilk gets that far, the product won't be exactly the same as mother's milk, experts say. 
not all components of human milk are produced by the cells that are being cultured in these bioreactors. Most of the fatty acids, the fats that help brain development, they come from the mother's blood. But Strickland believes biomilk's work can also help further our understanding of breast milk, and that could lead to new scientific breakthroughs. Well, breast milk is a collection of many thousands of molecules that all have beneficial effects throughout the human body. It's enough to convince investors, like Bill Gates' Breakthrough Energy Ventures, which hopes Biomilk's product will be more sustainable than formula. Miller, too. She's donating a... See, that son of a bitch, yeah, he behind, he might be behind that right there to go ahead and get that, that formula off the shelf. Invest more money in this company, ramp up production, and hurry and get it to market, um, along with his other vaccine companies and all his other biotech companies that he's behind. And go ahead and create little Frankensteins, turn the little babies into the two Frankensteins. A few ounces of her own <laughs> milk to Biomilk's research. Some may see it as a replacement to breast milk, and I don't see it that way. I see it as just another choice. <sighs> These Yakub as diabolical people. And yet Bill still has outbreaks of polio because of his vaccine. Say that, say that, Ivy. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. People are still in them Indian villages. Children with polio still coming out all kinds of messed up, all kinds of messed up. And, they, and they, they're forgotten about people. They're forgotten about people. And giving it to babies, oral, oral vaccines, oral polio vaccines, yep, forgotten about. But, hey, now you got a formula shortage, and he's going to come with the answer. He's got, he's has. He has a solution. Mm-hmm. Biomilk. Jeez. And they could do it all under the, all we have to do is say we're having an emergency shortage of baby milk. And there you have it. He don't care, though. He don't mind taking the brunt of the bullshit. They, he don't mind taking it. Check this out. <clears throat> Check this one out, y'all. Bill Gates funds birth control microchip. Mm-hmm. Did you know about Bill Gates funds birth control microchip that lasts 16 years inside the body and can be turned on or off remotely. Holy shnikes. A microchip, birth control. People who, the women who took the Depravera shot, they'll be with it. Because if they, if they mm-hmm. took the Depravera, if they let them to put uh, something in their arm that they put in cows, right? Don't they put Depravera in cows or some, something they used to do back in the day? Or they gave to the retarded people or something like that, choosing the French. But the retarded people, they gave Depo too, so they wouldn't be out here procreating, people wouldn't be out here uh, having sex with the mentally ill, so to speak, and so they had depot. 
I remember that well. I remember girls in high school um, getting getting a Depo-Vera shot or implant put in their arm. It was literally an implant, was it not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can see that little scar on their arm and shit. That was a mm-hmm. real, that was an implant. That's a creative hormone. And a lot of people hormone. got sick off of that, too. Mm-hmm. Off of those um, mm. implants. All of this is coming from the dude who said he going about, we need to reduce the population by 7 the population. He said it. They laughed. But see, he laughed. that's cold word. <laughs> that's cold word for genocide of the melanated people of the earth. If you claim it is 8 billion people and you got to reduce it by 7 billion people and the melanated people are 90% of the population on earth, then who were you depopulating? Mm. Come on now. Who are you depopulating? And at the same time, they pushing this fake climate change. He has a book out. It's two books Bill Gates got out. I recommend anybody to get them. Just to see the pandemic? You got a pandemic One is book. how to I prevent the one. pandemic, and the other one is how to prevent climate change. Now, when you look into the climate change, this motherfucker talking about we want to eliminate 100% of greenhouse gases, which is close to impossible. Greenhouse gases, that's your oxygen, your carbon, your nitrogen. The natural goddamn gas that's in the air, when they interact, it produces what they call a greenhouse gas. Now, when they combine and coagulate and do all that, that stuff that those elements do, they hold heat. So their thing is we need to eliminate greenhouse gases because the earth is getting hotter. Now, if you got melanin in your skin, we grow vibrant in the heat. We need the sun. Right? We get deficient without heat and sun. It's their motherfucking asses that can't live in the heat. So you're claiming you're attacking greenhouse gases, but the, the, the science under it, real simple, they see the earth is getting warmer, meaning we're getting closer to the sun. It's more sunlight. They fucking melt in the sun. They can't mm. live in the sun. We are children of the sun. They are not. Say that. So you put that together with the population of 7 billion people by 2030, then the people that has color, whether you, you're a dark Arab or a, uh, one of them black ass and them Indians be blacker than black can ever be black, them Indians. And then you have us, the so-called Africans. That that's ninety percent. So what are you saying? Niggas draw heat. <laughs> you say it right? Yeah. So you want to depopulate us, man? That's genocide. That's what it is. We're under a cabal of some genocidal maniacs 
because if you put the numbers together, you're talking about getting rid of us. That's what you're talking about. Period. That's mm. what these synthetics are coming from. You know what I'm saying? How, how you yeah. want to trust the man with baby milk and all this synthetic shit at the same time he's talking about depopulating you? That's just like me saying to a person, hey, you know, the first chance I get, I'm going to kill you. Here, here's a cup of Kool-Aid. You ain't going to drink that shit now, right? Like, I'm not drinking that. So all of this is deep. They're poisoning us. Damn. We ain't participating in that shit. They poisoning them. Oh man, we got like you said. How the fuck you run out of Infamil, yo? Like y'all been uh, selling okay. Infamil for a hundred years, and all those cans and shit that's on the shelf. How did y'all <laughs> run out of that shit? It ain't none. I had a, I got a, a little, I got a, um, a little um, Wall Street, for, uh, not Wall Street, uh, <laughs> real estate partner. His wife went traveling somewhere. And they showed, they took a picture in the store, and it wasn't shit on that shelf when it came to the, the formula. They was like, they was just, they, they was like, this shit is like unreal. It's like something out of a movie to see. Americans are not accustomed to seeing bare shelves. When, you know, that's not something we're, we're accustomed to, to looking at. Mm. Not even in a hood store is there bare shelves. But, hey, let me read this real quick. I got, then I get yeah. back to uh, Silent Weapon for a Quiet War. See, this is all that. <laughs> Use your quiet yeah. weapons. Mm-hmm. Silent weapons. The birth. The birth control microchip funded by Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation would hold nearly two decades worth of hormone commonly used in contraceptive and dispense 30 micrograms a day, reported from the MIT Technology Review. The new birth control, which is set to begin um, pre-clinical testing, Next year, this is an old article, y'all. So they get ready to hit these fools with this shit now. They it said that they went out on this in 2018. See what I'm saying? No, they they, they sure was doing a lot of this shit leading up to this whole thing thing, wasn't they? It said it can be implanted in the buttocks, the upper arm, just like the depot, and the abdomen. They getting everybody. Prepped, no pun intended. Right. They're going to get men accustomed to it with the male contraceptive. Mm. You already know it's a ton of women that's already accustomed to taking birth control pills. they just going to flip over to the chip. They're going to find one way or the other to get chips in people. One way or the other. We already know all the rest of them chipped up from taking that shit. They already chipped up. It's only just a matter of time for it's activated for whatever and whenever. 
Mm-hmm. They can believe it if they want to, but if they don't understand mRNA technology and nanotech, they're idiots because it literally says nanotechnology is the deliverable that allows the mRNA to do what it do. It is the nanotech Correct. that allows it to do it. You can't can't you can't talk your explain that away for people who've done it. You can't explain it away. It says during Gates' tour of the MIT lab back in 2012. He spoke with Professor Robert Langer about the possibility of a new birth control that could be activated and deactivated over a long period of time, sparring, sparring women, sparing, excuse me, sparing women a trip to the clinic to remove this contraceptive implant when they plan to get pregnant. So, oh, they're going to get the chip so then they can really say who can have a baby and who can't. If they can flip the switch on and off and change your hormones and shit like that, then they'll be really be able to have to selective breeding because they already think your people are stupid and they don't they can't control the and they don't reproduce for um on intellectual basis anyway or anything like that, so we'll have selective breeding based on your conduct because remember we're gonna have social credit scores so there'll be certain people who are allowed to have children and some others who are not. I can see it now. (laughs) Professor Professor Langer connected to the uh, the foundation with microchips. I already read that. Excuse me, that's not, that's a header. Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has given more than 4.5 million to microchips, Inc., to develop a personal system that enables women to regulate their fertility, according to an entry on the foundation's website. News of the foundation's latest project comes just months after it announced grants to 11 novel condom designs, including an air-infused female condom and a male condom using latex alternatives like hydrogels. Ooh. The Gates Foundation is always looking for new ways to foster and accelerate innovative ideas that can can improve and even save people's lives. Chris Wilson, the Foundation Director in Global Health Discovery, wrote in a news release um, on the Condom Fund and in June, we are continuously impressed by the talented people with exciting ideas that can help address issues great importance to women and children. No surprise. What you mean children? Mother Nature, do me a solid. You get rid of him and all who think like him. Can you do that? Can we just can we just get that started? Can we get that ball rolling? I appreciate it. You can do Fauci, him. Uh, it, it, I I can't think of the other ones who come to my mind. Candace Owens already said, oh, yeah. The She said, <laughs> Candace Owens said Bill Gates is behind the, the, the formula shortage. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Candace Owens, the one, you know, so everybody loves to hate. 
Oh, shit. I mean, some of this stuff is clear. Right? It's clear. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the bad part about it is, like like Dom was saying last week, and, and you and I were saying as well, uh, we are a lot of useless eaters in our community. You know? <laughs> like, that's the, mm-hmm. that's the double-edged sword. Right? Uh, mm-hmm. But it's clear what is going down. They trying to mm. kill our asses. <laughs> Every time Bill Gates went to Africa with the claim that he find out he found a new vaccine to help with something that should have been eradicated a hundred goddamn years ago, according to their words. Mm-hmm. Whole villages end up dead and deformed. They 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 purposely starving people. You see what I'm saying? They they cut down right. all of this. They control those ships that they got parked in the middle of the ocean. We uh, what is it? I like it. Silent. What is it? Silent weapons. For, for a quiet war. Yes. For a quiet war. I. And we're reading a section about energy. The section we're reading is about energy. We know what they're doing, trying to do with the with the energy right now. That's what I that's what I was uh, reading when you when you uh you came to. Oh, my bad. So mm-hmm. rudely interrupting. No, we gonna get reading. back on. No, 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 no. It's all good. We don't. It, it is. We, what it is. we are at war right now. We should all be thinking in terms of war footing. These people ain't playing with us. You know, when when Joe Biden says, oh, man, everything is just going great, I guess it is according to his plan. And they, 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 they and we're very, we're very vulnerable. As black people, we're very vulnerable. They done took the, like, what happened to the damn infamil? They said Abbott, who who, who makes Similac, um, closed one of their plants and did temporary hope based on some contamination in some of their plants. You can't mean to tell me. Like I said, I know Nestle is one of the people who make it, so you can't tell me none of this shit is on the shelves. Who, who are the producers? The baby formula in America. Let's look that up. I'm scared. Abbott is a crazy company, man. They, I was talking a lot of shit about um, stuff they was doing in the skilled nursing facility, and it was heck of people from the Abbott Corporation who was reading my shit. That was a little eerie. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Mm, who makes it? Okay, here we go. Um, infant infant formula. Abbott, like I thought, Nestle, me, John. So how can it be? I, if I just gave y'all the list of all the companies that make fucking here, and you tell me how shit is off the shelf, just to let you know that they're doing, this is a test run. China don't make that shit. I mean, they do Ethereum, but 
it's hella manufacturers in this company, in this country that make that right here in the good old U.S. of A. It's a test run. All this shit is trials. It's all a trial run. Look at the companies, y'all, that produce it. So you tell me again how shit ain't on the shelves? Fuck out of here. It says right here, the infant formula industry is big business. Wondering what else infant formula manufacturers produce? That's the same. But those, those four companies, Abbott, Mead Johnson, Nestle, are the biggest producers. What a joke. That's all I'm saying. Okay, here it is. Baby formula made in the U.S. In the U.S. Shit. Bobby's Organic Formula. That's made <laughs> in America. Okay. So Bobby ran you mean to out tell of me they can't, right, <laughs> right. You mean to tell me they, 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 can't, they ain't making it no more either? Number two. Babies Only Gentle. It's called Babies Only the Gentle Way. That's a company in America, not overseas. Another one, Cabrita USA. This is goat milk-based toddler formula. Ew. Um, but it's here in America. Here's another one. Happy Baby Organic Infinite Formula, made in America. Number five, Burt's Bees Organic Infinite, um, Infinite Infant Formula. That's another one. Babies Only with Brown Rice. That's another one. Similac Organic. All right? That's Similac by Abbott. That's the one they saying is the reason why it ain't nothing on the shelf. Liars. Earth's Best. Uh, so, that shit. They make two of them. They do Gentle, Best Gentle Formula. Happy Baby Organic Similar. It goes on and on, y'all. So they, so they playing whole games with these people out here. Yeah, right. Okay. It's a test run. To see how people react. How are the how the women are going to react? What are they going to do? Um yeah. It's a test so, run. So they just so happen to run out of infamil. When somebody leaked that goddamn court opinion, right? Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Just saying. Lord have mercy. You're crazy. Oh. All right. <laughs> mm. All right. You better get right with nature. That's what they telling us, y'all. We we do. We got to get right with nature. We got to. We got it. Some things we're gonna have to get back to the little bit of old school living. You're yeah. gonna have to plant you something. I'm just saying, you know, Neff has been um, preaching. Everybody put their hand in some dirt, learn how to grow some shit. I've been telling y'all for years, years. to get you a seed bank, have your shit on deck and ready to go, just in case. Because you can grow shit in the pot. You can go get some dirt from the out there. You don't need a whole bunch. 
you just you know you just just be prepared. I I got my I got my bank. I got over two thousand seeds in my seed bank. You know what I'm saying? For whenever happens, whatever you know. I got me a little hydroponic setup mm-hmm. that don't require no electricity. If I had to go indoor, this is shit you can all go get, and it's fairly cheap to buy the setup. I'm just saying. Okay, people? Locate you can your make farmer. your own organic compost out of your food scraps, and particularly your vegetables and your fruit. You can make compost. Go get you some regular dirt. Put some holes in a fucking... Uh, Put some holes in a go buy a um a empty um twenty gallon garbage can or recycle bin, thank you, I B or recycle, put some holes in it, stick holes in it, get you some dirt off the street. Oh, okay, okay. Uh oh. Yeah. Yes, Don, what's up? How you doing, Hello. boo? Great day. What up, Cliff? Hey, Don. Hey. Great to hear you. <clears throat> I'm making it now. Yeah. Uh, the Don Nicoleon show is canceled forever at 12 noon. There will be no Don Nicoleon show at 12 noon, Monday through Friday. That's my announcement. You moving it to another time? On the Coleon show would be at nine at night. Nine PM uh-huh. with the session of Wednesdays. Okay. 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 All right. Yeah, I heard it first. <laughs> I did too. My stomach my stomach kinda went upside down for a minute there. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's all I want to say. I did, man. I beat my shit for real. Starting, starting <laughs> when? Tomorrow, you think? Uh, it's a possibility starting Thursday at nine tomorrow, maybe. Okay. Monday through Friday. It was the session of Wednesday. Cause hot damn politics on that at nine. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So yeah, Neff, if you want to, you can set it to nine p.m. Okay. Yeah. I'll do that. Starting. You just let me know when that starts. I, I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll try to jump it off uh, tomorrow at nine. Okay. Okay. All if right. not, I, I'll I have the beach. If not, I delete that beach. <laughs> if not, I'll All delete right. it. <laughs> oh, so what do you do at twelve noon? Maybe I'll reload it. Probably reload it. You know, I can probably start it, but y'all won't get that uh, last mm-hmm. hour though, because that shit gonna drop. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I was thinking about okay. that so soon. I was. I was. I was thinking about maybe just 
do reload it at 12 noon, but yeah. Yeah. 9 p.m. Well, I know how you want to run it. Whatever. Just, yeah. just let me know. Reload it at 12 to everybody mm-hmm. know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, reload is at 12. I'm going to do the, um, the 1984. That's what we need to play. Are you going to run that? Okay. Hell yeah, because this year here, man, we need a refresher. Oh, yeah. that good? Hey, I, think, I think a lot of them I got uploaded already on the switchboard, too, Don. For real? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I got them right here. I'm looking at it now. 19. You got part 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 40. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm look, but I know I put it on there. I don't think you got yeah. all of them though, but, but yeah, I I don't think I got I don't think I got all of them, but I think I got at least one through ten. I think. From that well, you know what, now I could I can um, yes. I could probably I can probably stream them inside the show. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. But you have to end the show because okay. I won't be here. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's uh-huh. the only reason why the time got to change. I, I won't. I won't be there to end it. Right. Okay. All right. All right. Hey, I can do that. You know, I'll, I'll be. I can always. Yeah, man. Let's run yeah, that 1984, man. Cause they got 84. Yeah. They don't understand and soccer, none of it. <laughs> <sighs> yep, I got it right here. I'm looking at it now. I got yep. And one, that's wild, two, man. Cause these motherfuckers putting it in your face. We did more than eight parts. Yeah, you sure? we did. Oh, I know. Um, yeah, did you, know, you, did, you did the whole did. book. But I, I got eight. Yeah, we did the whole. Yeah, we did the whole book. Got to be that's more than eight good. parts. I'm gonna pull it up too. Okay, be like thirty yeah. parts, right? <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how many parts, but I'm going to look and find it. Mm-hmm. I think we did it All every right. day on hot damn politics, so that's once a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we okay. did it on hot damn politics. Mm-hmm. Damn, we got to fucking go digging for that shit. Yes, well, we'll we got the that first 19. eight on there. Uh, one through eight, like part one through eight. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. that'll hold us. Yeah. Yeah, that'll hold us. Well, for two weeks, right? <laughs> With that Don Nicole Young show five days a week. Yeah, yeah, well, that, that'll hold us, though. Okay. But they put, you, that you, shit, they, they put that shit right in our face right there, man. Ministry of oh, Truth. Okay. Like these motherfuckers. And Ministry of Truth. I'm going to tell you, man, if it's 400, 400 million people on the planet, man, only goddamn. A hundred and forty-four thousand know about that nineteen eighty-four. Right. They don't know shit about that ministry of truth. No. They're like, "That's what's up. We need truth." They probably saying that. Right. Shit. He's like, "Y'all niggas crazy. <laughs> what's wrong with y'all?" Yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, man. United States. All the citizens should be goddamn going ham over this shit, but they don't know nothing. They right. Know nothing. That has to be the most egregious overstep in this, what, a year and a half, two Boy, years? Boy, that shit right in your face. 
That shit scared me. I'm having nightmares after listening to the goddamn hot damn politics last week. <laughs> 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 the sad part is they, they just buried that story. The, the story of the ministry, the, the, the ministry or the governance of truth, they, not, they just buried that story. Real quick, fast, and a hurry. Well, we called it. Yes, we did. Something that Larry said earlier, that nigga said, that means they're going to criminalize motherfuckers. Yeah. That's what it is. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly Anybody what that's it saying is. anything against what the fuck they say. Mm. They're coming to get you. <sighs> Matter of fact, let me change my announcement. There will be no more.
your CDC, your Fauci, and, and all them motherfuckers were yes. saying the same goddamn shit. Say that shit. They letting it out the say bag. That. Yes. Exactly. They letting it out the bag. Yeah, gonna yeah. say mis medical if medical misinformation like what the fuck? And here they are confessing all they goddamn half ass sins. Yeah. They getting the people ready. They getting them ready. So, yeah, anything you say before they tell, listen, everybody in the state of the United States is ward of the state. So if you telling the ward of the state something before the state tell them, you're breaking the fucking law, basically. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Is mis is right. what is they what you call it now? Uh, misinformation and disinformation. disinformation. Right, until mm-hmm. they say it. You know what I'm saying? In other words, if I yep. if I took Cliff D and you told my children before I told them I did <laughs> <laughs> For real. Violation of federal law. <laughs> you
they trying to hijack our faith. I'm talking celestial faith. Well, that's true. And they trying to steal it. Yeah. Yeah. And the only and way they the can artificial, do it and is to try to bring in the artificial version of it. Why else would you need a ministry? Of truth, and we all know what that means. It's exactly like Don said on any given day. Man, that shit right there in your face, man. They got down mm. fucking 1984 double speak. Shit. <laughs> Goddamn insult. Because <laughs> they is double speak. Mm. Yeah. Listening to all our conversations and shit, man. You ain't even got to be on the Did internet. Did you see 2,000 mules, Don? Who? 2,000 Mules, that documentary Dinesh D'Souza put out that everybody's... I, I can... Um, I'll send you and, 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 and Nev and y'all can pass it around the bit shoot link, right? So you don't have to pay for it. Mules, 2000, M-U-L-E-S? Yes. If you go to bit shoot, it should come up, the, the entire... And then go to... Um, when you pull it up, go to maybe 34 minutes. And that's when it starts. Before that, it's just pre-talking. And that shit don't mean anything. So the 34 Mules was the investigation that Truth to Vote did on the 2020 election fraud. So they did a deep dive in it, right? So they was catching people stuffing. They got people on camera stuffing the goddamn ballot boxes. Right, oh, they got good. people being paid, how much they were being paid, where they were picking them up from. But here's the thing that I think everybody is missing. When they was explaining their methodology, right, how did they come up with this information? This motherfucker said, well, everybody's cell phone has multiple applications running in it that tracks their every movement. So they were able to go to data companies and purchase multiple of terabytes. He gave some byte that's above terabyte worth of information. With that information, they could track your every single movement. So it was showing how CDC they were identifying who these mules were. The mule is the person who's picking up the harvested ballot and taking it to the drop box. That's the mule, like a runner on the street. He a runner. So they were tracking the runner from where they picked that shit up. They went to this box. Then he went to that box. Then he went to Stacey Abrams' office to pick up some more. Then he went to that box, to that box, and they were saying they have tons and tons of that information that you can purchase that can tell you every single place that you've been. And mm. I say, God damn. By using your phone. It's in your phone. That's in two. When you see it, I guarantee you, uh, nothing done. We know y'all been stuffing the goddamn ballot box for as long as it's been ballot boxes. We know that. I guarantee you what's going to jump out to you is what they revealed in that documentary 
And I think that's why they want to suppress that documentary. They already I gotta stole watch it. What is it called? Two thousand mules or two hundred mules, one or the other. Go yeah, go to this shoot and the free one should come up. I like a good documentary that's talking some shit. <clears throat> yeah. And showing <laughs> showing cameras of them motherfuckers. Oh, they right. got the motherfuckers just stuffing the box and shit. And, they wearing gloves. Yeah, the the um the yeah. YouTube channel we got it's um it got straight one on it because I played Trump one time um mm. on one of his rallies uh, last year I think and and he the one that was saying rigged and rigged and they rigged the right and that's when they got them <clears throat> that when they said against community guidelines. Because it, it had Trump in it, talking about rigging. They, you can't say goddamn rig. The election we got there. You can't say rig. Ooh, and Trump is the here one it is, y'all. It. Let me get this to y'all. Here it is, right here. Found it Ooh, yeah, you got it on Bitchu? Yes, I did. Yes, sir. Yeah, now, um, please put in the, the, the room. Go to 33 minutes. Why we can't start at the beginning? You're going to lose interest because at the beginning, it's like it was a premiere. So it's showing when they were at the show, so people coming out on the stage. You can look at all that stuff if you want mm-hmm. to, but oh, the actual okay. documentary. Right. Oh, oh, shit. So they had people actually, okay, got it. They added the people showing up to the theater to watch it and shit. Yes, if that's like the hour shit? 30-something version. What's the time on it? Is it showing uh, This one is a minute and an hour and a half. Yeah, that's the one right there. Yeah, so on the the, the first it. 30 minutes is people showing up to the show, coming up on the stage talking. I got bored with that, and I didn't want to lose interest in it. But it starts at so 33 what, minutes. So what, one minute? 33? Mm-hmm. I'm going to email this shit to myself. And when these motherfuckers look at them, man, they pulled up that damn screen, and they showed, man, they busted the shit out of them, dog. So... Uh, allegedly, they had busted some people for dropping ballots, and they busted them by the, the fingerprints. So these bastards start wearing those uh, those blue, those plastic-like gloves that you wear, those doctor gloves. So they got them on camera taking off the doctor's gloves after they dropped the ballots. <laughs> like, damn. Wow. Yes. Let's take a quick listen. Hold on. Let's take a quick listen. No in Philadelphia or greater Philadelphia area. Now, as you were assessing this data, you had the two of you, and I'm not sure which of you came up with this, a genius idea in my view. Mm-hmm. Or it was your <laughs> Of course. <laughs> of course, who else? Well, to validate your data. We chose to look at two murders that were ebbing on cold case status. And in Atlanta, eight-year-old Sequoia Turner was killed by rounds of gunfire shot into a car that happened just outside this Wendy's parking lot. Bought the data and the team got to work. You could see visually that there were only a handful of unique devices that could possibly have pulled the trigger. So this is the area and this is where the Wendy's was. And are you saying that each green dot is the same guy, but moving through time. Each color is one person. The shooting actually occurred right here in in this parking lot, sort of inside of this circle 
are really the only potentially legitimate shooters. Uh, each of these devices has a unique device ID, and we turned the bulk of this information over to the Federal Bureau's investigation. Now, I read, they've arrested two suspects. They have. Two suspected gang members will appear in court this morning on charges that include the shooting death of eight-year-old Sequoia Turner. And isn't it true that this tracking, these movements, this parallels exactly the work you're doing with the mules? Exactly. It's one thing to have the scientific evidence, which is persuasive on its own merit, but do you have video evidence? We do. How much of it do you have? Four million minutes of surveillance video around the country. Mm. And I stop playing it. How do you get it? You can file for open records requests. Any citizen can do this. It was a, a very difficult series of steps that had to be followed to procure the actual surveillance video. Do you have video in Georgia? We do. Is it video from the presidential election, the runoff election, or both? Oh, do you have video from other states? Some video from Arizona. We have recently learned video was specifically turned off on particular drop Wow. Arizona. Wisconsin, it turns out, even though the rules required them to have video. Did they do the video? No, they did not. There should be video on every Dropbox. Indeed. Given today's kind of cost of technology, it would not have been that hard to do it. And you sent me a screenshot, Catherine, where you were requesting video. And I believe it was the state of Georgia saying this video does not exist and we can't tell you why it doesn't exist. Right. That was a lot of states in the absence of video. That geospatial data is key to decoding, you know, what the greater scheme was. But in the case of uh, what we're going to show you now, what kicks it up a notch is that we have the geospatial data to support the video. Let's talk about some of the videos. So we're going to show you a couple different ones. This particular individual we have um, in a number of different locations at a number of different times. He's actually a mule. This is the official surveillance video of Georgia. Absolutely. And so as the person pulls up, they don't even bother parking. Of course, it's the middle of the night, so why would they? It gets out, approaches the box. When people walk up with intention to cheat, they look around, they basically walk fairly quickly, they try to stuff them in, they try to get out of there. In this case, he drops a few on the ground, pick them up, stuff them into the box. Then he hustles back and hustles out of there. Wow. What it looks like. It doesn't necessarily look like, you know, hundreds on the right places over time. Is there a way to estimate or even roughly how many ballots are being tossed into a box at a given time? It might be three or five or six or ten or something like that. The idea is to stay under the radar. And as Greg said, the number is, you know, three, five, ten ballots. But then they're not done for the day either. They're going place to place to place, day upon day upon day. And so that will not show up in your chain of custody documents, your tracking documents that would identify a big blip. I mean, they're not going up and dumping in, you know, buckets full of ballots. Uh, On the other hand, that buckets full of ballots. Man, this is gangsta. Oh.
they are caught red-handed. This is what we call getting your hand caught in the cookie jar. How is this not everywhere? The fuck? People are getting banned for posting it. This is that real shit right here. Oh, this is where they were using technology. Down. Yeah, when you go oh, further, this thing is going to reveal to some things to awesome. you. Because, see, here's the picture. Mm-hmm. Here's the picture. So you know how we have these people on the alternative media, and they warning us about the New World Order and New World Order? That yeah. shit is a con, too, because everything they're talking about is already here. I can it's see already happening. I can see that. I can see that, yes, yes. So they yep. got us looking at something we, that it's, it's is here. to come when they got shops set up. And this is why any one of all, us Yeah, yeah. And this is why they all on MSNBC and shit right now talking about Trump, all this stuff about all this shit was a dry run. See this this they hedging they getting ahead of it. Yes. They getting ahead of it. They got pundits right now saying Trump is going to steal the 2024 election. Mm-hmm. They saying all this shit was a dry run for him. When it's them who who's doing it. Your girl, who's the press secretary right now, said the 2016 election was stolen from Hillary Clinton. I don't see nobody got a problem with her. This bitch is the secretary now of uh, the mouthpiece of the government. Yeah. That's that double speak Don talking about. Absolutely. A hundred percent. They got the straight data, (laughs) the digital footprint. They got these motherfucking stuff and ballots and all kind of shit. This is gonna mm-hmm. be good. I'm, I, ooh, yes, I'm gonna over the strong beginning. I'm gonna give me a sit up, give me the wine, and, and watch this. This is I like. I like stuff like this. This is good stuff. Oh, that's a good one right there. You are gonna be like, man, oh, oh man. my fucking god. Oh yes, they got the goods on those people. <clears throat> And so when they're coming for him, this is why they created the defense of of truth, the ministry of truth. There you go. This is yeah. why. This is why they did it. Elon took over Twitter. Mm-hmm. The motherfucker said that we need to release the fucking black book of everybody that was in the Epstein shit. A lot of people ain't talking about that because that's what was. that's another thing that Elon is asking for. They want that because he wants to drop it on Twitter. He wants to un- unveil it on Twitter. Remember, I told Chinese y'all, <laughs> yes, okay, hunting laptop mm-hmm. with the little Asian girls on it. All this shit. That's a, we have to. We have to shut it down. We got to shut it down. And most importantly now, we have a They will problem. make sure this nigga's in jail for producing shit like this. We have a You're, problem. We have millions saying, of people that took a mRNA experimental uh, injection, and people, uh, babies are coming down with hepatitis. 
Titus. I know. I spoke about that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Inflammation of the liver, fucking them up. And if you remember, we we read the information about the um, either the Norwegian, one of those Nordic countries, was able to show that um, it gets inside of the cells, reproduces inside of the liver. Okay. Yeah. That mRNA. Remember that? Remember that shit? Yes. That's and that's also hmm. in that one thousand two hundred and ninety one problems that we we read. Like, I don't think we made it through all of them, but liver was heavy in that list. It was all throughout. Man. Mm-hmm. So this now we come shit. with the ministry of truth. And this is how you know the shit that happened on the six was a a fix and it was straight agents doing this shit because they had yes. to provoke it and make it look like it was violence involved yes. and understand this is how they're going to co- connect uh, misinformation disinformation to ex- to extremism and violence you yes. see they playing they didn't get what do you, they do you, wanted do you see they playing y'all yeah. ooh, ooh, and it's ooh. obvious because if you look at Trump's base <sighs> you're oh, talking when the people get no. conservative, the older they get, right? Because the government yes. taking all yeah, that fucking I agree with money. That. I agree with that. So yeah, his yeah. base is an older, mature, business, individualistic mind. It's not a gang type of base. That's on the left side. But, yeah, mm-hmm. the ministry of truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen to this shit. This is what Mayorkas said. COVID-19 mitigation measures, particularly COVID-19 vaccine and mask mandates, have been used by domestic violent extremists to justify violence since 2020. It can continue to inspire these extremists to target government, health care, and academic institutions that associate with those measures. Are you kidding me? Who been burning Are you up, serious? Who burn this shit up? Unless you got some ops out there, you got some control opposition throwing Molotovs. Let's call it what it is. Look at Jesse. They got busted. They was trying to now you got them throwing them at healthcare abortions. I don't think that's the the religious right as they want to call it. That's them fucking control ops. That's them. That's control ops. Yeah. Because they have no reason. Like if you you can be the staunchest of pro life, based on that ruling, you have no logical reason to riot because that ruling is in line with how you see things, right? Mm-hmm. Why would you riot if you pro life? Why would you riot because they're going to reverse Roe versus Wade? That doesn't make any sense. So they're preparing us for uh, summer false flags. And if you call it a false flag, they're going to come and lock your ass up. Okay. Ooh, and soft, nigga. Ooh. Ooh. It's about to get trill out here. It's about to, it don't, it don't got real. It ain't got real, real. We about to see them turn up for these next six months. What are we in? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we in May, so it's it's yeah. about to get real fucking hot this summer. Right, 
and, and we, and, hey, Ethereum, we're not even going to talk about the hoax of the, of the kidnapping of the governor of Michigan. All of them were feds. Yeah. All of them motherfuckers yeah. was undercovers and CIs. Yeah. They okay, were so busted, they had extremist. to let the goddamn people go. They were so busted. <laughs> oh, yes, nah, all of them. They all got off, all of them, because they all had paperwork, said paperwork yeah. on them. All of them, girl. Every last one of them. They had to let them all go. All confidential informants. And they just swept that shit under the rug. They don't even talk about that. Mm-hmm. They don't even talk about that. Oh, you just let that go. Okay, on to next. Wait, man. I um, I could go on, but I, I got to end the show because I got to get up early. It's a new day, man. This Enjoy the documentary. We could talk about it next Whoa. week. Yeah, yeah. This documentary is awesome. Thank you, Mr. Lowry. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This is just, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to watch it tonight because it will keep me up. I got to go <laughs> lay down and share get back up. Share it, everybody, <laughs> I gotta go they're to going to take it down. Up. So share mm-hmm. it. They're going to take it down. So share okay. oh, I'm going to record it then. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to record it on my, I have my um, screen, screen recorder mm-hmm. for my yeah. recording thing, and I'm going to have it. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't worry. We'll distribute this shit. Fuck them. Mm-hmm. I'll give everybody a copy. Mm-hmm. It's all good. I'm about to record this shit. I'm for real. I'm about to record it. I got my screen recorder. I might do it tonight. Just let it mm-hmm. roll on my computer as I go to sleep. That'll work. And just um, do that there. Yeah, yeah, man. So when the smear campaign coming from him? What up, Nunya? Oh, it's already, yeah, it's already came from him. They doing a, they they doing a rain dance. Oh, they doing a rain dance from his ass. Yeah. Mm. Worse than the pillow guy? Worse than the pillow guy. <laughs> they straight set up the pillow guy, right? They had him put that symposium yeah, on they it did. and sabotage Yeah, him. when he put on that symposium, when he put on that it, electronic symposium, I said, ooh, they coming for mm-hmm. your ass. Yeah, his key witness got missing on that day, right? <laughs> okay. So they All set right. his ass. They're trying to discredit things. Um so, yeah, they're suppressing 2,000 views. This is not something that you can share on your mainstream social media sites. They're going to take it down. They're claiming, on one hand, is this information. I'm going to post it anyway. On the other Fuck hand, that. they're claiming this is Trump's people. And, you know, they're just claiming all types of craziness uh, with 2,000 views. I, I will say, though, once those ballots in the ballot box, the problem is you can't, you don't know who those ballots are for. Because, like, logically mm-hmm. speaking, depends on where you at. Both sides are cheating like hell. That's right. why you will get a right. Governor Brian Kemp who ain't touching it, right? Or and then another mm-hmm. governor who's going gung-ho. So all of them was involved in this particular aspect. Of, of the scheme um, But I think that if you look at the Substance of what It is saying That's some scary shit To <laughs> 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 say the least Right It's really going down In this in this country and particularly Right now um, We live in some very Very interesting times 
I want us to stay fortified mm-hmm. in truth with our right knowledge, keep growing, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, keep spiritually climbing because that shit is going to keep us sane, insane in the right way while all these motherfuckers go out of their minds. We stay insane in our sanity um, mm-hmm. because I, I, I do believe they're getting ready to try to put a stranglehold on, on the everyday person. Um, going to try to because um, it starts in the mind first, y'all. Y'all know what I'm saying. If they can put enough pressure to drive these people kind of crazy, and you seeing mm-hmm. that shit out here. Look at all the random acts of violence. You can, it, it's something wrong with people right now in a serious, serious way. I don't know where they're, but in California, these motherfuckers shooting people. These people shooting people on the freeway left and right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's some some other, really, that energy is there. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, man. I I don't think those things are a coincidence. I think a lot of those shootings, you know, we're under attack. They're just not framing it that way. You know, you got people coming across this border. We don't know who the fuck these people are for real. You true, know, true. I, and it's millions. The, the more I look millions. like it in the black communities, it looks like we're oversaturated with agent provocateurs. But because it's quote unquote black on black, nobody is willing to consider that particular possibility. Mm-hmm. So I don't think mm-hmm. these are random. If they're not a false flag, these are paid mercenaries. It's just that we have the ministry of truth that's telling us otherwise. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what my gut tells me, right? That's what my gut tells me. Yeah, I think your instincts are correct, sir. Yeah, I'm about to I'm about to retire. Man, okay. um this this was awesome. I enjoyed myself tonight. Yeah. Got my energy back. I was a little, I was a little tired before the show. Um, Thank you for that's covering that. I'm glad. I hope y'all enjoyed. I hope y'all enjoyed tonight's show. Everybody tuned in tonight. I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed doing it. Thank you, Mister Larry, for coming yes. through. I know you got a lot on your plate, doing a lot of things. And Don, I love you, sister. I just want to tell Don I that's love fine. him. Um, and um, Don is coming on show 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. From here on out. Tell all your peoples, you know. Um, I do, man. I don't know I, I, how long I, I, we I'm got. Down the um, now, man. Um, dial in. We don't know how long we got. Mm-hmm. So, thank y'all, everybody, for rocking with us tonight. Miss Hudson, J1, Sweet Oshun, Ethereum, IB, Arish, everybody that was, that was up in Nunya's in the building, um, everybody uh, that stayed up with us tonight. And uh, I see Zena name in there. What up, Zena? Um, and uh, we'll do it again next Wednesday. All right. So in between, in the meantime, in between time, take care of yourselves, take care of your family, and uh, you know, stay up, baby. That's how we do it here, Real Nigga Radio. We'll do it again. Peace.